welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 78, Ghost Sword. In this episode, we've been doing a bit of twitching. JFG Ash gets his hands on an alpha. JFG Alex did not own an N64. We've got a late 90s music quiz. And finally, is this the end of many moons ago? So keep getting involved, buddies. We love that shit. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 78... My name is Alex, and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, buddy, yeah, as always, once again, this week, I am good. Thank God for that. I know, right? How about you? Are you all right? You know, you're feeling okay? <laughs> I'm all right, buddy. I've got a couple of beers, and uh, nice, I'm like feeling it. rigid, as ever, so excellent news. No problems there. Nice, buddy. Well, you know, shall I give you a rundown of this week's shenanigans? I'd love to know. I'd love to know all about your week, buddy. There's been swimming. There's been oh. streaming. There's been oh. twitching. A oh. bit of watching. Oh, know. hello. Just a quick summary for you there. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, went swimming with the family on the weekend. Had a lovely just family weekend. And I guess that's what it's all about, really. You have these kids or what they're whatever they yeah. are, you know. You get some good value, a bit of mileage out of them. Yeah, <laughs> having some fun and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> um, enjoyed that. I did, uh, I've been doing a fair bit of streaming on uh, last Thursday. I did, uh, I got on the For Honor Alpha, uh, as uh, I spoke about last week. And yeah, I streamed an hour's worth of that, which was cool. And then on game night, once again, we got a game night stream in, buddy. And uh, got me and uh, and PJ playing some Black Ops 3, which was a treat for one and all, I must say. Very tasty, buddy. I look forward to finding out how that particular selection of gaming went later in the show. But that's really cool, actually, and kind of funny that we've got, uh, you know, that's our second game night stream. I know. It's uh, becoming a bit of a thing now. So I believe that's so. quite cool. Um, yeah, another thing that I've been doing, a bit of twitching, buddy, not curtain twitching. I'm not that kind of guy. Twitching, that's... Um, Bird watching? Yes. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Not that either. No, um, we're now live on Twitch as well as YouTube at the same time. We are. What, right now? Right now. Literally now. As of this moment when we can... started the stream Mate, of this podcast, you know... We're getting I'd have touched everywhere. up my makeup if I'd known. I know, oh, yeah. right? Sorry about that, everyone. That's all right. These look uh, like a right dog. I, I would have put on pants, but you can't see it. You know, once. Well, again. you can't win them all, buddy. True. Um, yeah, so uh, you can now find us on Twitch.tv. Uh, username the JFG podcast. It's so original for us. It just makes sense. <laughs> I wonder why. So yeah, I've uh, I've. Spent a couple of days getting all our panels and banners and everything, you know, getting our logo splashed all over it. Uh, and you can go there and see uh, all of our streams if you prefer. There's a lot more stuff that I can do with the live stream with Twitch because uh, obviously it's been around longer than YouTube gaming and stuff. 
so we can get all like new pop-ups when people follow us and things like that which is cool a bit more interaction with the streaming hopefully we'll just see if anyone watches it you know it's always a bit of fun yeah i mean it, it it's it can only help in uh, yeah, spreading so. the the word of the JFG podcast to one and all. Yeah, we're getting out there and, you know, we're in the section of game talk show. Uh, I believe that's what we are. That's what we do right now. It's, I couldn't disagree, buddy. It's so true. Um, and finally this week, yeah, buddy, I've been doing some watching of um, <laughs> the Nundred, buddy. The, the Nundred. Exactly. Uh, previously. Previously. Uh, the Nundred. The Nundred. The Nundred. Um, yeah, What's that so, guy's issue? I don't know. It's weird. I don't get it. It's crazy. Uh, it's not, That's yeah. his job, you know. Well, maybe they were like, yeah, we don't want you to say it right. You know, who knows? <laughs> uh, he was short on time. He had to kind of uh, coagulate it into a sort of single syllable, buddy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I finished off season two. I'm into season three now. It's getting weird. I don't know if I like it anymore. I've, I've watched a couple of episodes of season three and I'm like, where's this going now? You know, like how I thought the story was going was, you know, it was adequate. It was fulfilling my needs of watching and entertainment. But now it's uh, going a bit over the top. Because a lot of those sort of high concept and sci-fi and fantasy, like all of those sorts of shows that are on like mainstream networks in the US, they kind of get destroyed by the, the fucking programmer of the channel yeah after a couple of seasons as the people who made them kind of slowly lose their grip on their their vision <laughs> so that will happen is that is it is it like changing like drastically from the original kind of concept or are you, are you just not you you're not pleased with the direction it's going uh, and i i just feel like the storyline is gonna take some kind of wappy turn with something that's <laughs> unrealistic and incredibly annoying and i'm worried about it but i will persevere you know I, like, i'm still kind of enjoying it seeing where it happens but it's it's i feel like it's gone to like another level of sci-fi that i don't want it to go it was quite grounded you know Pardon the pun if you've seen it, you know, because there's these people called the Grounders. Just putting it out there. Because uh, they live on the ground, buddy. Innovative. I live on the ground. <laughs> you are a grounder, buddy. You know, because obviously these other people, they came from space. Or they've been in space for a hundred years. So they don't live on the ground. Some of them were born in space. Known fact. Wow. I know. Okay. How about that? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going a bit bit out there for me uh, but we shall see i'm sure i will let you know because everyone is dying to know my thoughts on this everyone's hanging on your every word i know buddy. i know right <laughs> <laughs> no i need to start watching it <laughs> yeah yeah do that and then be like what the fuck are you on about ash this is a pile of wank we can do uh, some sort of... Once we both finish the three seasons, we can do some sort of baffling spoiler cast that nobody <laughs> that nobody wants. That sounds nice. <laughs> I was just like, can we just do like a weekly podcast about Nundred? Nundred. Nundred. Nundred podcast. Uh, yeah, so um, that's my week, buddy. I'm still looking at the website. Uh, Going to get that review system up and running in the next week or so, I think. So we'll get some articles up there. But apart from that, yeah, buddy, it's all about the Twitch Ing. Gibbons, buddy. Yeah. Nice, nicely done. And yeah, you've uh, 
you've done some lovely work with our Twitch buttons, and and the website's kind of coming together as well. So everything's coming up Millhouse, I think. I'm, I've been a busy boy. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much my week, buddy. Apart from playing a shit ton of games. What about you? Uh, well, I've been away for most of the week. Uh, I went away on the day after we did last week's podcast, and didn't get back till. Saturday night, Sunday morning, I can't remember. It all fades into one. But uh, I was at friend of the podcast Paul's wedding. I was on best man duty. So, uh, yeah, had bits and bobs to do. To be honest, I had bugger all to do. I I was in charge of the rings for a brief period in the morning. There can only be one ring, buddy. What do you mean, well, rings? On this occasion, there were two. But uh, they wanted to do this warming of the ring thing. Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, okay. No, it sounds just wherever your mind just went. Just speak your thoughts. No, what were no. you thinking there, just, buddy? Just put it in your hands and rub them together a little bit, warm them up. You know. I mean, that's it. That's what it is, basically. But, really? Uh, yeah. So uh, at the start of this, the vows, which they wrote their own, which A-E-I-O was and you. sickening in in its loveliness. Mm. Um, they wanted the rings to be passed like around all of the people at the ceremony as a sort of good luck thing. Rub your balls on them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, pop, <laughs> pop it in your mouth. <laughs> you know. No, I was kind of likening it to you know when you're playing like I don't know some fucking board game and you'd like shake the dice and maybe blow on it. Yeah, you get everyone to blow yeah. it. It's like <laughs> it's, oh, like... it's going to be a six. <laughs> okay. You're playing it's like, like what, that. what's the the game in the casinos? Is it like craps or whatever? Yeah, like craps. Yeah, absolutely. Craps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snake eyes. Yeah, it's Dude. totally. Yeah. You need some. I said to Paul, he needs. He should have got some wedding dice rather than, uh, <laughs> nice. you know, the classic wedding dice. Everyone knows the wedding dice. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I didn't even have the rings until like. Well, I, I took them to the ceremony and then gave them to whatever bloke was at the far back right of the room. Yeah. And then it was the people of the ceremony's responsibility to just pass them amongst themselves until they re- were returned to me. For when I needed them. So, yeah, that was easy. Nice. Um, like then I got pissed at the champagne reception Standard. on Prosecco. That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah, like you, you have the ceremony and everyone's like, that's a relief that that's done. Now let's all get really fucked in the early afternoon. Yeah. Standard. Every wedding I've been to, that's what people have done. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what you do, unless you're driving and then uh, you don't drink. That's a, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I've done it once. I went to a, a, a wedding once and I had to drive back and I had my one pint straight at that moment yeah ceremony's over it's time for a beer <laughs> it's like fuck and then that that had finished i was like i've got the rest of the day to be really sober awesome <laughs> that sounds terrible oh, it's horrible my wife got extremely drunk Ugh. that's even worse i know oh god mm. that's the worst well luckily <laughs> I, I didn't have that problem that will happen. I just had to stay sober enough to deliver my speech at around 5pm. Nice. So that was kind of how I was playing things out. Did my speech. It was uh, it went down pretty well, I think. And then uh, there was a mariachi band. They played loads of Queen numbers in the Mexican style, buddy. That was pretty special. That's nice, buddy. I like that. It was really good. Uh, and then, yeah, just got fucked up. Had like... <laughs> m- m- Mini fish and chipses, mini pizzas, all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, just got caned. We were there till like half one, and then about two in the morning, had a cigar on the beach, buddy. And that's how you end a very good wedding. What more could you ask for, buddy? 
Absolutely, buddy. I, I tell you, happiness is a cigar called Hamlet. Mm. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, buddy, you know what also was happening on that Friday night? What was that? Mm. Pro Evo was out. Yes, I did begin my speech with that information. And uh, there were several people in the room who sort of nodded and were like, yep, I'd be playing it now too. So, uh, yeah. That yeah. Happened. It's one of those things. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my my extended weekend. Didn't give me much chance to play games. I'm going away this weekend as well, missing my second game night in a row. I'm not happy about uh, this. I know. Stitch up, buddy. My uh, folks, like, Ruby wedding anniversary, so they're taking us all away to some house in the country for a couple of nights. Very big house in the country. Gibbons. Nice. So, yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, and the only other thing I was going to talk about, which I know is something that you did as well, buddy, was uh, a bit of spring cleaning in the old console department. Yeah, I remembered this. Right at the end, you know, of last week's podcast, uh, it's a tradition for me to forget everything that I do, uh, unless it's written down, buddy. And <laughs> It yeah, can happen. We, we busted those bad boys open, and, um, well, my tactic was, all, all I did, I, I popped off the, the bottom half of the PS4, because that's where the, uh, the, uh, the GPU fan is. That's the one I'm looking for. And uh, I got my father-in-law's industrial size air blower thing. Not like a fucking leaf blower. Like, what's it called? Like, compressed air gun. There you go. We got one at work. I call it the air fucker. Yeah, the air fucker. It's, it's a beast. It's like the size of my legs put yes. together wrapped yep. in this yellow weird metallic thing anyway um and i blew the fuck out of it and so much shit came out it was amazing it's a beautiful thing buddy Mm. so nice to know you're getting all that extra performance or quietness oh it like i it definitely is a lot quieter now i mean how 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 did your yours go because like um you you ended up taking the whole thing apart didn't you like all the the top and stuff uh yeah, I, I was following a guide on uh YouTube as a video guide which made me feel a little bit more confident. Mm. I watched it quite a few times. Um so yeah, I took the hard drive out first, then I took the I think it's six screws out of the frame where the hard drive sits. Yeah. Uh and then three off the back, and that allowed me to peel the entire half of the console off. Um and then I think there were a couple of screws and a couple of Phillips bracket screws to get out that allowed me to completely remove the power supply and I could get right in alongside the inside of the fan and everything. I had massive problems though and it seems to be complete potluck this as to whether you will or you won't. The the majority of the screws on that system are uh, R8 security screws. They're sort of like the star screwdriver one. I know you know this. With a prong in it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Now my screws on my one were fucked like absolutely fucked even before I started trying to undo them yeah they were they were toilet half of them were bird I don't know who put my console together but he was a fucking prick <laughs> and and it was it was a complete nightmare to the point where on two occasions I had to get the missus to get her little little hands in there and she managed to get uh, some pliers around it and kind of slowly turn them out and one of them I literally had to machine out with a drill which 
was thoroughly not terrifying. Really want, you, what you want to be doing. You really don't yeah. want to be taking like a 30-year-old industrial drill to your PS4. No. If I'm honest. Don't recommend um, that to our listeners. I wouldn't do that. No. But uh, I, I had I'd no go- bother with mine, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> and and looking into it online, it seems like it's complete potluck. There's yeah. plenty of cases where people online are saying, all my screws were burned before I even tried to do it. Like, this was a complete nightmare. Yeah. And there's just as many people, including the guy whose video I was watching, had no problems whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't give advice on that. Just be aware. <laughs> If you decide to do this, but I did eventually get it all open. I only put in a third of the screws back in, like when I was done, in case yeah. I ever need to open it again. Well, but, um, to, to let everyone know, um, to do just the GPU fan, you don't need that security screwdriver. You can do it with a, was it like a T9? I think it is just a T9 screwdriver. That's what I mean with the security thing. Those are those are called security screws. Yeah. So, um, but no. The, uh, okay. Yeah. So, but the, the the special one is like a different style, isn't it? With there's the T eight and the T nine. Yeah. The uh, the T nine's the one without the thing in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can get different ones. I mean, if you go and buy a set of those star screwdrivers, then they'll probably th- have it in there. Sometimes yes. there's one with the dot in the middle, and sometimes yeah. there's not. So but yeah, it's... you can access the GPU without the security ones, just with the standard T nine screwdriver and that's what i did i just did that even though i did have the screwdrivers to do it but uh time was uh of the essence i would say i also um power blasted the pc while i was there because uh last week we had some issues with my pc and it kind of uh died uh for a day it wasn't very happy was no, it? it wasn't i thought it was uh part of the i thought it was the um PSU, but it, I don't know what it was, no idea, but uh, I thought I should probably give it a good blast, so I got all the gunk out of that, and uh, it's running uh, a lot quieter, uh, quieter and cooler, which is nice to know, buddy, so all in all, it's worth cleaning out your electronics from time to time, I'd say roughly once every three years, seems good, buddy. <laughs> I think so, uh, I mean, my one, I would say my console's like 60-70% quieter than it was oh, before. It's made such a difference with the console, wasn't it? Really I mean, has. my the thing that my one was doing was if you are if you were in a game, if you were running a game and you went back to the dashboard, then it'd spin up and it'd be so loud, like it'd be so, so loud. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. and now it doesn't, it doesn't alter in, in, in fan speed or anything when you sort of snapping things like like going between the dashboard and games while games are running and that sort of thing um it's absolutely fine it obviously makes a massive difference for our streaming because yeah, this yeah. is a very sensitive say, microphone yeah. i've got now and yeah, totally. uh, it's, it's made a huge difference for that hasn't it yeah it was a massive ball egg for me but um it might not be for you it's probably worth <laughs> investigating just yeah to definitely see. yeah but yeah. yeah obviously this does void your warranty <laughs> just yes. to let you know which is uh, <laughs> that's very true but also only relevant if your machine is still in within warranty within its first year yeah obviously my one isn't is it so. one year warranty you get with the PS4 I think it is isn't it Normally I think it's one it's yeah I think it's a one yeah. year yeah you can buy an extension for like 40 quid or something but hey do what you will so Gibbons <laughs> I, I, I was so close to going that extra mile and uh, I think I was only like four or five screws away from uh, getting that 
heatsink off of the processor and I, I've got some thermal paste. I was going to do the thermal paste, but it, yeah. it was such an arduous task and it was more R8 security screws. And I yeah, was like, you don't want to risk that. I'm not playing anymore. Nah. I'm done. I'm done with <laughs> Just this Just leave shit. it with what you've got. It'll and, run uh, for another couple of years and then if it dies, I'll probably want a new one anyway. A couple so, of years, uh, mate. That's when the uh, PS5's coming out. That'll do, pig. No, fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yep. Well, that's me, buddy, and I believe that's you as well, is it not? Gibbons, it is. That was a long one, right, me? Gibbons, lots to talk about. There well, is. Well, in that case, maybe it's time we go and head into what we've been playing. So we've got a few bits together and a few bits not together, buddy. Do you want to go through the stuff you've done without me to yeah, start things off? Sure. Um, so, uh, as I said earlier, I've been. Uh, I, I, Popped in uh, an hour or two on the For Honor Alpha, and that game is okay. It's okay. <laughs> Pretty much, I would put it as a uh, a seven out of ten game. It's looking that way. I don't know. Um, I feel like there's going to be some kind of like meta to the mechanics of this game. Um, from first look, it looks like um, a kind of like on the spot QTE event which is not really what i want from a game uh so you have three directions of blocking left right and up uh and you can block them and you can attack them like that um throughout the tutorial um it it shows you that those basic moves and you have two types of attack a short and a hard attack obviously if you do the hard attack it takes longer um you can push the opponent back with square i think yeah and um then you can hit them or whatever so um, has it got um on. has it got like the like war of the roses or chivalry combat where you move the stick to move the sword or is it just like a sort of hack and slash no, where it's, you hit it's like you aim up and then press a button you aim Does it look right like and press from- a button I didn't get the chance to play it. I was away all weekend, but mm. I watched I watched the archive of your stream, and it looked a lot like Rise. You know that um, yeah, 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 Xbox yeah, yeah. exclusive the Xbox. where yeah, the QTE the, game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was pure QTE. The only difference was that uh, the enemies glowed the color of the button you had to press. Mm. Which yeah. this just looks yeah, this just looked very very quick timey. Yeah, and I, I think this is what I said at the beginning. I, I, I think if you take it at face value. That is what you're going to get. But if you really want to put in the time, I, I feel like this game has got some like underlying mechanics. Nuances that will, to it. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a beat-em-up kind of thing. Like You can sit there and twat all the buttons and be like, ah, this is well fun. Or you could like sit there and learn the moves and then be like, yeah, I can fuck shit up now in a way. So do you think that, I mean, that sounds that sounds good that it's got these nuances, but also what I know of... of fighting games is that there's a hardcore crowd who like them and they get good at them and then the Everyone casual is it's completely fucked yeah, like totally. if i take on some street fighter master i will lose miserably do you think that there's a danger that that could happen here with online play i don't know um i feel like this is kind of like a it's, it's like a waiting game you know you you have to kind of like sum up who you're fighting against first before you attack Sort of um, suss them out a little bit. Yeah, I think so, because then you can be like, okay, they know how to do this move, uh, which is quite a medium to advanced move, and then you can be like, right, I need to also do stuff like that. Or if they're a bit shit, I can be like, right, I can just block them, then twat and 
because like, so, yeah, um, it's like I, sussing out how careful you have to be. Yeah, kind totally. Of thing. Like I, I played about half an hour. Uh, I streamed about half an hour on Friday night uh, before um, PJ came when we did the Black Ops stream, um, and for some reason that um, it seemed to click for me a lot better. Like for some reason I was just like, oh okay, this is how I play this game, because like um, in first of all I was holding the direction to block, and he wasn't blocking. I'm like, what? What's he doing? And then suddenly. For some reason, because I was, you know, a bit intoxicated, maybe, after about four pints, um, I um, realized that, oh, okay, you can't just hold it. You have to kind of, like, press it while, like, as he attacks, like a quick time event. So, like, it comes up saying, I'm slashing this way. You're like, oh, defend quickly, kind of thing. Uh, right. And then from there, you can, like, counter with, like, your quick attack, and you can just fuck, fuck them up. Because, obviously, I, I just played against the AI, which, um, you know... It's fine. I just wanted to get an idea of how this game plays, to be honest. And I, don't, I still don't know. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a beta for this game because the, the, the alpha's already been out. So there'll be one later. So maybe we'll try and get on that together and give it a go. Um, for game modes, I only played the 4 on 4 and the 2 on 2. The 2 on 2 is quite interesting. Uh, you got two duels, obviously. Um, two on two, yeah. Um, you face off against one opponent, and then when you beat beat that one, you can run around and like help your buddy out, uh, or you can revive him as well, which is cool. That's uh, a nice little mechanic. I didn't know that was in there until some dude just picked me up. I was like, "Woo, cheers, buddy!" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but then, like, there, you, I, I played the four on four, which is like a, a capture the point, like uh, A, B, and C. Um, a and B are far ends, obviously, uh, opposite each other in wherever they are in some sort of tower. Uh, B is in the middle of like a war or a fight or whatever of uh, minion, yeah, minion chumps. I'm gonna call them. I don't know if they had a real name, but they were just slant, like smacking their swords up against each other, trying to hold position. So like, whenever you hold it against uh, the enemy team, like your minions will stand there and defend it better i guess uh, so it's got i suppose i mean those are those are mobile elements aren't they so in a way but i don't i don't feel like the the minion chumps would actually making much of a difference um, they're just kind I, of I window are, dressing if, rather if than they're, sort of... they're there to help but because it's like four on four there's not really enough of them to make a change i found the best tactic is just to run round the outside from a to c continuously capturing <laughs> each one Right, um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not too sure. Like it, once again, it comes down to the skill level of who you're playing with, to how much fun you're going to be having. I guess on that as well. But it's a good game. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to trying out the beta when that comes out. Uh, it probably won't be for a while. I reckon December time, maybe January, just before it comes out. Get a bit more hype up for it. You know how it is. But it seems to run really nice and smooth apart, apart from one moment. Um, I played the two on two. I got killed. So like it goes and in, in you're watching your teammate. And um, yeah, I got kicked for inactivity. I'm like, I'm not even fucking playing. But when you were dead, you got kicked. <laughs> I was dead just watching him. I got kicked <laughs> from the game for being inactive. I was like, what the fuck is this? But uh, yeah, that was like the only one bug that I found. Which is 
funny as fuck. I like that bug. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was funny. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, looking forward to playing some more of so, this. And you should have a go at it, I think. Yeah, it's early doors. I haven't played it. We'll have a beta to test it out. But early impressions, do you think this is a possible purchase? I mean, this is in the <sighs> uh, the Valentine's Day slot exactly. between, our, between our birthdays, the Firewatch slot from this year. I don't think it's going to be any kind of Firewatch for me. That, that game's special. Uh, that's a special game for me. But, but do you think I, we'll fork out on this? I feel early like doors? it's a game that we will buy. Um, just because it's so different. And, yeah. You know, I mean, we, we want to try these things like, out. It's always nice to have like a sort of different style combat game, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's yeah. still got the sort of battlefield modes. I mean, that sounds like a sort of mini conquest type thing or a rush, but. Yeah. No. Well, I'm sorry that I missed it. Actually, to be honest, now you and uh, I keep an eye out for that beta. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. We'll give it a go. Uh, so yeah, I played some uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Three again because for some reason I seem to be wanting to play that more and more <laughs> now. Me since, too, buddy. Since we Me did the stream too. the other week, I was just like, this game's really good. It's loads of fun. Um, I did fine to okay. I would say uh, I got. Got loads of people covered in bees. It's just a fun arcade shooter. Um, not much more to say about it. Everyone knows what Call of Duty Black Ops is. You know, it's a good game. It's fun. Gibbons. Mm. Um, new contender, buddy, for for another game that I played. Uh, we're going to Tablet Watch, buddy. Tablet Watch. And. Um, there's been a, a 60% off sale on the Android store uh, recently. Uh, Lara Croft uh, Go was in there, so if uh, anyone picked that up, well done. It's a good Lara game. Lara Croft Mango. Lara Croft Mango. It's a good game. I nice. uh, I, w- I recommend it. I picked up uh, Max Payne Mobile, so it's the original Max Payne. I mean, we spoke about Max Payne a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? Uh, Fantastic game, buddy. love for it. Not so good on a tablet when you haven't got a controller, buddy. Just to say, bit shit. Could you Bluetooth? Uh, probably. I could probably Bluetooth um, the PS4 controller to it, the DualShock 4. But yeah, no, I didn't do that. But yeah, like, I, I I got it. It was like 85p or something. I was like, that's like I've got to buy it for 85. How does it? Does the camera kind of do itself? Like no, no. You like you have. On you, you put your thumbs on the screen and they turn into like analog sticks or whatever, you know, like tablets are and the your right thumb moves it about and your left one doesn't. But then you have to mm. take your thumb off to do shooting. And I'm like, that doesn't work yeah, for me. Yeah, that's not it really work for me. I, I've never played that game Shooters. with a controller, with, with uh, anything other than a mouse and keyboard. Oh, you haven't played a controller? Mm, no, because I, I was... I yeah, was yeah, balls yeah. deep in PC yeah, town yeah. at the time. I was quite happy on... Mm. I was playing all first-person shooters and stuff. I played the first two Max Payne games, mouse and keyboard, exclusively. I'm not even sure I... I think I had a controller, but it was like a, a Microsoft Sidewinder from like 1996 or something. Classic. So, yeah, I never, I've never. i never played... I didn't play three, so I've never played Max Payne on anything other than mouse <laughs> and keys. Oh, well, well yeah. Um, it runs well. Like, uh, it runs nice and smooth on there, so, like, no issues with it. it. Well, obviously, depending on what kind of phone or tablet you've got, depends on how <laughs> smooth it runs. Might Mine's, struggle on my one a little might bit. Might struggle but... on yours, buddy, who knows? <laughs> uh, but it seems to be fine on my lovely Chinese knockoff tablet, buddy. It's beautiful. Very nice, too. Indeed. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd say, yeah, it's um, it's going cheap at the moment if anyone likes a bit of tablet watch, buddy. Nice, buddy. Very nice too. And um, yeah, I don't know how how it'd run on a 
if you Bluetooth the controller to it, I'm sure it'd be fine. It's, yeah, I'm uh, sure there's ways of doing them which which work really well. The cracking game, it's aged okay as well. It's not too bad because mm. it was always quite sort of cheesy dialogue and stuff. So yes, definitely is, buddy. Kind of feels like a pastiche now. It's not like so it was nice getting that bullet time effect going. I was like, oh, oh so good, so good. <laughs> I loved that game so much yeah, when it man, first it came out. Awesome. It was wonderful, like bullet timing your way through subways in the snow and stuff. It's Gibbons cool. been very cool. Cool game. So apart from that, we've played the same game. So do you want to talk about the games that you've played this week, buddy? Very briefly, I will do, buddy. So yeah, I, I didn't get the chance. Since uh, last last recording session, I've only had like two days to play anything, which is a little unfortunate. So I haven't been able to get back to um, Splinter Cell yet. And I've still got a load of stuff lined up on the PS4 as well. What I did play was uh, on Sunday, me and the missus finished Uncharted 4. She's been playing through it and loving it, really mm, enjoying it. It is a cracking uh, game. I need to go back to that. So fucking good. And it was a pleasure to go through it again. Um, and yeah, I didn't really do much other than watch her play for the most part. Mm. Um, a couple of combat heavy bits where she just got kind of frustrated. And uh, I knew, you know, she'd get it eventually, but neither of us could be bothered. So I just sort of did it for her kind of thing. But um yeah all the way through to the end got to sort of go through that section again and um yeah it's just a fantastic game i just loved it absolutely loved it once again made me want to start a new one but i think i'm going to go back (laughs) to the nathan drake collection i think i'm gonna because i never finished that third one on oh yeah you said didn't you yeah you need to finish that off i've only ever played the third one on ps now yes now yeah so um I played through the first two back to back and then got a little burnt out on them. But yes, I think it's time for me to go back to that. So that's on my list of things to do. Nice. But yeah, what a wonderful game. And um, made me really excited. We need to finish really the last of for... us, buddy. We need yeah, we it. need to do that. And Left Behind, we've got lined up as well. Yes, and then there's rumours of Uncharted 4 story DLC next That'll year be as well. So very much so. So yeah, uh, the only other thing I've played without you um, is Hohokum. Which is, I think, the very first game I played on a PS4 ever. That was, uh, um, oh, where did we go? It was at Eurogamer in um, in London. Yeah. Before it uh, became EGX, even. We queued up for, we got in there and queued up for, what, a good 45 minutes to an hour? Say, yeah, something just like to that. Jump in on the, on the PlayStation stand. Yeah, we got three tokens. Yeah. I played, at the time, I played some early build of Drive Club, Ho Hokum, and I think, did you play some Blacklight as I well? I played Blacklight, yeah. And then I played some War Thunder. Yeah, you played things. War Thunder, yeah, you were next to me. Yeah, well, Ho Hokum, I, I, I don't know, if, has it been on PS Plus since? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely got it. The missus just loaded it up and she was playing it and then she like had to nip off for a shower and I was like, oh, I don't have to go this. And <laughs> what is this oh, balls? Well into it. <laughs> it is weird, man. It's a strange game. It's crazy. Yeah. Is that the uh, one where you're like this wormy thing? Yeah, you're like a worm. You just And you can about. pick people up and put them down water slides. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really realise the concept of it before. I, I still don't know. You just each time you go into an area, you um, there Secret is an area. objective that you have to complete, and yeah. if you complete that objective, then it unlocks like a new worm, and then you've completed that area if you've got that worm. Right, that's the whole game. But that there's some really easy. weird shit. So we were in a, <laughs> I was in one, and um, 
it was like a sort of tower of different layers, like a big old cake. Yeah. And I went down the bottom and a load of people jumped on the worm and then I moved them slowly up higher and higher and then I found a bride and a groom and I had to put them at the very top and then there was a bell to ring at the top and they got married and then there was... um, at the very bottom, a load of monkey butlers appeared. And Obviously. I had to pick all of them up yeah. and dunk them in the sea at the bottom so that they could then serve drinks to all the guests. Seawater. Nice. Yep. That's and what then, I want at my wedding. Or and then once all the guests had a drink, they all toasted and then the new worm appeared and I fucked off. And By that, toasted, that was, do you mean like on fire? Absolutely not. No. Uh, it, <laughs> it's a strange game. Uh, uh, yeah. It's very... <laughs> I don't know, mate. It was very strange. I remember. I it enjoyed happened. it at the time. Yeah, it cool. happened. Yeah, nice, buddy. Yeah, it sounds ace. No, yeah. like, it, like it's one of those games. Like, my son's like picked it up and played it quite a few times. I'm like, the fuck is this shit? This looks crazy. Mental. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautifully put together. Yeah. Wonderful music, and uh, it's just bizarre. But it's, it's worth a look if you've got it on your system and never really tried it out. Gibbons, buddy. I'll do that. Gibbons. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, let's talk about these last couple of things together, I think, buddy. Oh, sure thing, buddy. So, like I said earlier, PES 2017 is out, and oh, oh, it's good. What a game. What a <laughs> wonderful so game. Gibbons, buddy. I really like it. It's, um, <sighs> it's tidy. That's my description of it. It is tidy. It's so much better than last year's. <laughs> I know. Like, we played the demo and we were like, oh, yeah, this bit's better, this bit's better. But, like, it's all just better. It's Every- all better. Everything is better. <laughs> Everything's been improved in Definitely. a small way and it adds up to such a huge difference. Yeah. I can't believe it. I actually went back to 2016 last night to to play it, having, pl- having put, like, 10 hours into this and... I can't even nah, play mate. the old one anymore. No, I don't want to do that. That's a bad it's idea. It's so tough. Yeah. Like, it's challenging, this one. And the the, the defense is so much smarter. Yeah. Even on, like, if you turn the difficulties down to, like, professional and then down to normal, they press the ball so well. And um, about turn it down. That's where I play, buddy. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing on top layer, and I've yeah, discovered yeah. that it's it, it really matters. Like, all of the the tactics and stuff that I normally just ignore completely, like the attack and defense instructions, yeah. how high your defensive line is. These things are really important. And I, I sort of thought about the way that I play. And it's the basically the way that I play is I play really quick and really high press. So yeah. when I haven't got the ball, I'm charging, you're, you're charging them down. Them. Yeah, Even at center back, <laughs> I'm know. throwing bodies out there. Yeah, yeah. And... And I changed my tactics so that uh, you have I'm to not... hold off a bit more, buddy. You can't you no, can't no. I've, I changed then. my tactical settings for my team. Yeah. So uh, I changed it to contain rather than counter attacks. I don't. I don't tend to break quickly. I do pass the ball about when I've got it. Hmm. But I, so I changed it to. Uh, retain possession but play long passes because I, I will ping it up to the wings and stuff over the top it, yeah. in the defensive bit I, I changed it to like telling them all like really go for the press and I put my defensive line high um, I changed all these settings and it, it made such a difference I couldn't believe it and I've never known a football game for that to matter at all mm, like totally but I changed yeah I changed the whole 
mentality of my team and it actually affected everything that I was doing and I've started winning games all of a sudden because nice. my tactics are in keeping with the way that I like to play the game. Well, that's what you want, buddy. You want to win. It's fucking cool, man. Uh, other other things to mention as well. The edit suite is severely oh, improved from so last season. Um, I've I've now updated all of my squads and also uh, I've added the Bundesliga to Ooh, my game. Nice. Um, hasn't got that on there. Um, but yeah, so you can download uh, option files for this. You just pop them on a USB stick. It's really easy. And you this say season, really easy. I had all kinds of bother with USB sticks because they had to be in Fat Thirty Two. Yes, in all yeah. of mine are in NTFS. And I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> so I found one. I'm like, yeah, I can format this, and then popped out, oh, and then oh, oh no, and then I I tried oh. I'm just going to do it now. Uh, I, I tried... Um, I wanted to play a podcast on an MP3 on the PS4. And fuck me, I had so much bother with that. But I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll save that for next week. I'll tell you what, yeah, I'll save you that for next week. Anyway, oh, fair enough, yeah. buddy. I, I completely screwed myself over because Ooh. I've got two different USB sticks. Yeah. And uh, one of them just doesn't work with my PlayStation regardless of what file format I've <laughs> really? got it in. That's not and the other one does. But last year, when I was doing my copying across, I obviously tried the one that doesn't work first and then was like, oh, that doesn't work and got the other one Yeah, that does work. But I didn't delete my like WEPES folder oh, off of the no. one that doesn't work. So this year I've done exactly the fucking same thing, which is like the <laughs> definition of madness. Yes. I used the same one that doesn't work and then had to think about it again. <laughs> but the difference with the editing suite this year is if you download these option files, then the people who've made them have been able to put uh, like bin um, archives together. Yes. It, it's it's a common like archiving uh, file system uh, something dot bin and it's basically an archive of different files that the game can understand and read and provided the, the option file has been named correctly then you literally can go import and the arsenal dot bin yeah go. absolutely you can just select all <laughs> teams so if you when you import arsenal dot bin then the person who created that put all of the information the game needs in there including like the different kits, home and away, the strips, the the uh, stadium colours, the fans' colours, the manager, everything. So it's just a case of sitting there and watching it copy it all over, and then your game is complete. Uh, I've used two different option files because I found a better one for the championship and the Bundesliga, so I imported those separately, but it was the same thing. Uh, you know, Brighton, Bournemouth, but like, just chuck them all in, and piece of piss, mate, and my game now looks... You know, it looks it as, looks, real. looks better than FIFA <laughs> because it's got all the official licenses, yeah. but the game looks fucking better anyway. That's so. another good thing is like that can be updated throughout the year. Whereas yeah. FIFA, someone releases a new kit. Yeah. Uh, also, the problems with squad files last season was that uh, Konami took fucking like four months to bring in the transfers. Yeah. Uh, they're there already this time. They were there the day after the game launched. So Which all of nice. your transfers are in place. All the players are where they should be. Uh, I also really want to highlight the improvements made to the Master League because... Honestly, it's like all I want to play at the moment. The stuff they've done to it has improved things tenfold. It's brilliant. Mm. I, I know you've been playing um, Become yes. a Legend, haven't uh, you? I, so. I haven't even touched the Master League yet. Uh, my advice to you is stay away from the uh, 
become a legend or whatever it is uh, section if the, the thing you like the most is being able to change all your tactics because obviously yeah. that is just completely stripped away from you you have no yeah. choice over because you know you're going to play as a striker or a midfielder that's what you do you're not going to be a defender or a goalie or maybe a goalie that could be quite fun but I think yeah. with keepers you think it's going to be fun and then it isn't after like three yeah, games yeah because you like just sit standing there, there bored. standing there waiting and see, yeah yeah um, so yeah, all that's stripped away from you. I'm still, still very much enjoying this game, like loads. Uh, I'm just trying to find my feet and uh, how to like get around people. I've like it's clearly the best way to get around people is passing, like easily. Yes, you can't just pop your body there and get away with it mm. anymore. It's not so easy to just run across nope. the front of someone and, and, and yeah, block them off. Kind they'll of never get. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It feels more random, and yeah, that's what Pez totally. has always done better. Like yeah. that's what it that's what it does better than FIFA. It, it doesn't does. feel like it's on a track at all. This no. game, it, uh, yeah, they, like the rebounds off the goalies and the posts and so stuff freeform. like that. They're, they're just all over the place. It's crazy. It's mental. I love as uh, the keepers have improved so drastically. Definitely, and uh, you know the number of goals I've scored where it just feels realistic. Like I've, I, there was a couple last night where. The keeper managed to parry it onto the crossbar and the animation looked incredible. Then there was one where I, I was through on the keeper and uh, it was a quite an acute angle and I absolutely fucking caned the ball at the goalkeeper. <laughs> nice. So hard. Yeah. Straight at him. But... It, it hit him, but it went in anyway. He couldn't keep it out because it was too oh, hard. Cool. Like That's that does not happen on computer games, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it does on totally. this. You know, just bounced off his shoulder. It's just like he just fell back into the net. It's like nice. That's, that doesn't happen. Like normally, uh, they're superhuman. You know what the, the, the biggest and best update to this year's PES is, buddy? What's that, buddy? It's being able to change the stadium in the team play lobby. You can indeed do that. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely can. You can change all sorts this year. You can yeah, change you the totally size can. of the leagues as well. Like on uh, on the Bundesliga, like I copy pasted it into that like PEU league or whatever, yeah, like the yeah. Asia, the pretend Asian league. I was able to change the number of teams in that competition from twenty to eighteen, so that it was conducive to the Bundesliga. That's it was really quite cool. cool. Um, but yeah, the Master League, I'll just very quickly run through. I'm aware that we are absolutely like wanking all over Pez right now and 70% of our listeners aren't even remotely interested. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and new things that they've added. The the Well, firstly, the menu system's had a complete overhaul and actually makes sense now. So negotiations are in your drop-down menu off of team management um, and you can go into your team to find to information about transfers of your players going out and you can go into an other team's menu for the the players you're trying to bring in so they've separated those they've also separated your um your wages from your resources so mm. you've now got a transfer budget and a wage budget and they're two separate things and you haven't got to work out how much money is left over for wages at the end of the season it does that calculation for you That's well which makes sense that is absolutely it is um <laughs> You can do a lot of part exchanging of players. You can uh, you can set players on transfer list and loan list as well as uh, releasing them if you want to. You couldn't actually release players before. You now can. Um, the the transfers um, in terms of the, the the finances, 
Uh, this is a massive deal for me, this one. On old pairs, you could go through three transfer windows with a mediocre Premier League team yeah. and you could make them into world beaters. You know, in, in the space of two or three windows, you could raise enough cash from player sales to like buy fucking Aguero and Messi. Nice. You can't do that anymore. What? You, you go in for a big player, they'll be 50, 60 million pounds. <laughs> like the, the the transfer fees are realistic now yeah, and yeah, what yeah. it means is you it's so much more rewarding as you're incrementally improving your team you, there's no shortcuts to being like a club with the budget of Manchester City it will take you five seasons of success to get there yeah, and, yeah. makes sense um Makes a huge difference, huge difference. And the other thing, the, the there's a transfer deadline day now, which I really like. Uh, FIFA has had this for ages; it's long overdue on Pez. But um, yeah, so when you get to the final day of the transfer window, uh, you get like a 15 hour countdown. It's kind of a bit like 24, the show 24, <laughs> but 15 hours. But 15 hours. Not 12, and not each deal that you uh, that you go for takes X amount of time. Like yeah. so. Signing a player will take two hours. Selling a player will take two hours. And what it means is you can get a load of business done on the final day, but you need to pick and choose what you do because you'll only be able to force through like five, six deals, something like that. Yeah, And that brings a, a huge degree of like tactics into it and, and makes you really think about the team you're putting together because at the same time as all of this, the, the chemistry which has always been the biggest thing on FIFA Ultimate Team and also my club on uh, pairs. Yeah. That chemistry in the little shield in the top right of your team management is the be all and end all now to the point where if that thing's sitting, if you've got a great team but your chemistry is on like 55, if you play a team that are coherent and cohesive, they'll fucking beat you. Like they will because they'll pass it around better than you and you won't control the ball well. And in the space of three quarters of a season that I've played so far, I've got my chemistry up from like 49 to 72 and suddenly I'm waltzing around people and stuff. Like, it's way more overpowered, that chemistry statistic this year and you're like team power and stuff. So... So, is that good or bad? I think it's... <laughs> I, I, I think it could be considered good or bad because I think there's a there's an element of realism there in that... You know, you could buy a team of Galacticos like Real Madrid or something, but you yeah. still need to like get some cohesion. They need to get used to playing with one another and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I get you. And this sort of extreme that that's gone to is possibly too extreme. Like I'm 20 games into my season and my team are still finding their feet to some degree. So in terms of realism, it's kind of gone from one extreme to the other. But no, I think it's an improvement. And from a video game standpoint, it just it slows down progression, which in Master League is what you want. You don't want to get to the best team on earth in three seasons. You want to no, gradually you want to, improve. Yeah, you want it to last. So yeah, I, I cannot recommend this enough. Uh, when I first played the demo, I really didn't think it was a big improvement. The more and more that I play this game, it, it's an improvement in basically every way. Um if you're a football fan, then you need to buy this game. Uh, the only thing that I will say, and we say every year, and it's still the case this year, buddy, those team play servers Ugh. are still not good enough. They no, haven't we had put a quick enough game power the other through. Night and it was oh, lag city, terrible once again. So, Obviously, like the one-on-one is perfect and smooth. We had a couple absolutely of games fine. We had a cracking yep. game, didn't we? I can't very, remember very played good. As. I was um, Atletico. No. Was it AC Milan into Milan, wasn't it? Yeah, like we played the Milan Fucking derby. It was good. 
Ended up 3-3 going to extra time, and you snuck it once again, as you always do. You Just nipped it into the near post. Yeah, bastard. Yeah. But, yeah, but that team play still yeah. lags. It's uh, yeah. It's not good. Not all the time, but some of the time. And mm. um, that's like they, they never get that right, and it always takes a couple of months before they actually give the power to the servers. That Indeed. Rec- I don't, it's not the netcode. I think they just take a while to bring the servers over from the last game. And, yeah, I think just December. I told you about it. December that's game, you should buy it every year That's when they'll fuck you. Told if you've you. got 2016, that's when they'll fuck you. Yeah, so yeah. But, enjoy you know, it while you can. By that point, it's like down to like... I mean, at the moment, you can buy it for like 26 quid. I mean, that's crazy. It's within it's a, a week bargain. of coming out. And you can get Physical it retail. Pounds. It's a bargain, Inigible. buddy. Um, but yeah, December time, that, that game's going to go in the sale. Uh, pick it up, because it's fucking awesome. Do it. Gibbons. <laughs> Absolute gibbons. So I guess finally, buddy, we talk about our Monday night stream. Monday, 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 Monday Nitro. Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, buddy, and this has been a long time coming, at least where I'm concerned. We were playing Don't Starve Together on Monday night, and oh, it was the very first time I've played Don't Starve, despite the fact <laughs> that I've watched hours. I've this. watched hours of that game. I watched a whole series of Sips videos playing them. I think he did like a hundred videos of like twenty minutes a pop I've watched all of them so I, I'd never played the game before but I know how to play the fucking game buddy yeah exactly I was like so what do we do now buddy you know you know what to do surely <laughs> it's uh, it's exactly what I was expecting and it's really really good and yeah very unforgiving but really impressed with the sort of uh, the options for multiplayer there very yeah cool. there was all, di- all different types you could do like a, a social mode or a ridiculous mood and stuff like that which is which was nice i think next time we do it we'll have to go on the social one just you know take it easy i think what's really interesting is that there's you can play up to six players and there's a That's sort crazy. of uh there's a pvp kind of mode on there where six people are all trying to survive on one map and you can kind of go up against each other yeah. That's very interesting That's, that. yeah it's a different way of looking at it isn't it it's yeah really totally cool. absolutely like it. it is like, I mean, yeah, Don't Starve. I guess this is mainly talking about Don't Starve, apart from the the fact that this is co-op now. But it's, it's a great game. It's a great survival game. Loads of fun. Um, we purchased the whatever pack. <laughs> I can't remember what it was Yeah, called. we got some extras, didn't we, with our Yeah, one. we got all the added DLC as well with the game, which was a nice touch because if you already had uh, Don't Starve you could buy this for a cheaper price uh, I think it was like well, £10 or £9.99 here in the UK um, and yes yeah, it, well it's, it's Don't Starve isn't it I don't know do we really need to go into what this game's all about I don't think so because it's been out such a long time on mm. like all platforms it was yeah, PS Plus as well yeah. like a year ago yeah exactly it's a, it's a 3D isometric uh, sort of top-down survival game. It's very quirky. It's got its own sort of dark sense of humour, and it's fucking rock hard to play as well. So, yeah, we um, forgot to set the fire on fire and died. Uh, we we were so excited in our second run where we'd found some really good stuff, and we were just chatting up away, House, buddy. chatting like, away like great. a couple of dickheads, mm. and uh, forgot to light the fire in time, and both died like a couple of noobs. <laughs> <laughs> not the best not the best buddy but a cracking game loads fantastic of game if you want to see us play that then I'm sure we'll be streaming that again also there is a video yep. on our YouTube of us playing it so for about two hours <laughs> yep. get stuck into that <laughs> buddy. your boots yep 
Yeah. So I think that's about me done, buddy. And uh, Cool. Me too, buddy. That's what we've been playing. We should probably move on. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Uh, UK retailer game uh, will be running a trade-in program for the PS Pro or PS4 Pro. Is it PS Pro or PS4 Pro? PS4 Pro? Okay, cool. Uh, Trade in your 500 gig PS4 and five games, and you can get the one terabyte PS4 Pro for £180. Not bad, I guess. I think it's a decent deal. I don't know if there's a... And there was no asterisk beside the five games thing. I don't know if you could just buy, like, five shit PlayStation games from CEX. Five copies of Knack. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Either way, it's a good deal, I think. £180 for the new system. Yeah, get rid of your old one, get the new one in, get an upgrade. Yeah. Are you at all tempted by that? If I had money, yeah, I would be. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. But I don't, buddy. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, that deal is valid from the 10th to the 16th of November, and you need to, I think you need to pre order to. Yeah. And it's a £20 reserve fee to do it. Um, but yeah, if you head over to game.co.uk, then you can make use of that if you so wish. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely not going to do that because I don't have a 4K <laughs> television and. Yeah, uh, yeah I, that I don't system know. can't play native 4K anyway, buddy. So who gives a fuck? So true. Know? Yeah, what's the point? But yeah, <laughs> I think it's a reasonable deal. Um, yeah, if if you if you're gonna get it and you're like, well, I'm I'm never gonna use my PS4 again, then yeah, it's totally worth doing. Yeah, 180. It's not too bad. And mm. uh, well, there you go. Anyway, uh, number two. <laughs> Uh, the official figures are in for the Battlefield 1 beta and 13.2 million people. That's the number of people that were playing that beta, us included. Really enjoyed it, we did, actually, in the uh, in the long run. Mainly thanks to Mel Gibson's soul. Uh, but yes, that is a huge number. Um, it's the most in any beta on record. Um, in comparison, the Battlefront beta was 9.5 million. Uh, Overwatch was 9.7 million. Um, obviously compares favourably to Destiny and that sort of thing, but we're much further into the cycle, so it's not yeah, really Yeah, a lot fair. more people have these consoles now, and, you know, pretty much everyone is playing online this day and age, so you think, well, it would progress. Um, well, you can see that the numbers progress through um, how many people play this free stuff. <laughs> gibbons. <makes> Full-blown <laughs> gibbons. But so, still, yeah. Not, not taking it away from them, I mean... Fair dues, that's a lot of people. I mean, Absolutely. Me. Uh, I think uh, EA are hoping, I think they saw their projections, they're hoping to sell 14 to 15 million copies of this game when it launches, and mm. I don't see why not, to be honest. Like, uh, huge buzz around that game in the end, and um, really sort of inauspicious beginnings, but actually... Uh, I came out the other end feeling very good about it and looking forward to its release, to be honest. And, me too, um, buddy. I was happy with it. When we got that squad together, I was like, you know what? Fuck me. This is this game is fucking sweet. Gibbons. Absolutely. Really enjoyed so, it. 
So yeah, we keep an eye on that. Uh, I think it's going to have nine maps at launch and a tenth launching before Christmas, which isn't too bad. I mean, and that tenth is a, free, buddy. It is free, which is Yay. important to recognise. But yeah, should have just been in the base game. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, there we go. Mm, Gibbons, good. Uh, Next in the news, some very sad news, buddy, about a game I was intending to spend my Christmas with. I don't know about you. Christmas time. Mistletoe and Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Indeed, South Park, Um, buddy. South Park, the Fractured But Whole, delayed into next year. Uh, Q1, though, I think, probably around sort of March time by the sounds of things. This mm. sucks, actually, because I was really looking forward to this. And the, this basically was delayed with fucking no warning. They were doing previews of it a couple of weeks ago because a load of videos came out on all the big, big major publications where they'd been to see it. And obviously yeah. none of them had any inclination that this was going to mm. be delayed. So, Yeah, it's a shame. Um, Shame that it this is, game has been delayed, buddy. It is a shame. But, it's gone to quarter one, isn't it, next year? That's right, yes. So anytime so. before end of March? Is end it? of March, yeah, no, uh, at the very March. latest, hopefully sooner. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm Maybe it'll become our birthday game in the end, buddy. Well, we've already paid for it, buddy, so that's fine by me. <laughs> Gibbons, normally a game delay is not a bad thing, really. It's No, well, they said they, they've delayed it to, you know... Uh, meet fans expectations um yes i haven't got much expectation of this game if it's a slight improvement on on the previous one on the stick of truth i'll be happy with that you know i think it will be because of the interesting new combat yeah uh, the I combat mate slightly so. concerned about rumors that the game was only sort of seven eight hours long but um i don't know we'll see either way things could all change now that's a big delay so they got plenty of time to work on it some more Definitely, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Gibbons. Uh, we'll move on next to a uh, the next big GTA Online update, which apparently is bringing in motorcycle clubs. Um, Biker gangs, buddy. Yeah. Allo, the Lost and the Damned, <laughs> which was a, a big uh, DLC on GTA 4. Um, yeah. This is the GTA 5 equivalent, but it's for GTA Online, so you can create and manage your own gang. There's going to be new bikes, clothes, tattoos. You can buy a clubhouse, etc. There's going to be co-op gameplay and PvP stuff as well. Sounds pretty sounds big. Good. Sounds really yeah. good. I mean, I'm definitely going to go back and play that. That sounds absolutely. Awesome. I mean, we 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 dunked back into the uh, like stunt map stuff, and um, yeah, probably haven't played briefly. enough of that. At no, this we point. didn't really get stuck into that too much, did we? Unfortunately, this certainly sounds appetizing, though, doesn't it? So definitely that's does. Cool, mm. very nice too. It, it it does make me think, like, hey, they're not gonna not gonna do any single player stuff for this anymore. Surely know? it's too late. Now. I had an inkling, you know. I don't know. It was, it was probably like eight. Six, eight months ago that, yeah, they're going to do single-player stuff for GTA 5. They're still going to do it. But, but now, then it was heavily rumoured after yeah, that it was as well after that it, I said it, it was going to be happening. Because I'm the bringer and of truth, buddy. You never know with them, buddy. Mm, you know, true. They, can still, <laughs> they can still bring out story DLC for that game. but um, Anything can happen, buddy. You just never know. True. Uh, we will move on. Let's move on to this. This is uh, Scorpio news, among other things, buddy. This is... um, Microsoft have been pretty vocal over the last couple of weeks because uh, Sony look like they're 
shit in the bed, and uh, <laughs> obviously Microsoft are very willing to point that out, and I don't blame them for that Gibbons. at all. They um, love that shit. They, this week we've had attacks on uh, the mod support and stuff from last week still coming over. We've got the uh, Terraflop debate is this week's one. So uh, ah, MS have laid the smack down on the PS4 Pro saying 4.2 Teraflops is nowhere near enough for true 4K gaming, buddy. Everybody uh, knows that fact. Everybody buddy. does know that, but Microsoft are keen to make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say the 6 plus Teraflops that the Scorpio has is absolutely enough for native 4K gaming. They have now come out and said... Um, Microsoft's first-party games on the Scorpio will all run at native 4K rather than Ooh. upscaled or checkerboarded or anything fucking else. Um, and the only other information I've got is that they're being very cagey on the price. They were asked recently in an interview, um, are you worried about the fact that obviously the Scorpio is going to be far more expensive because it's more mm. powerful than the Pro? It's got that ultra Blu-ray drive and so on. Uh, and they were kind of like, mm, well, we haven't announced the price yet. Wait and see. It's going to be an interesting discussion. Kind of made out as though it might not be as expensive as everyone thinks, but um, we don't know at this point. But I mean, whether MS would take a massive hit on the hardware to ca- bring that thing out like at four hundred quid or something, because that yeah, just blow Sony out the water, wouldn't That'd it? That'd be crazy. But it'd be madness. Yeah. But um, but you never know. You know, next time next year could could happen, or this time next year, or whatever. You know. Yeah. Either way, they're sticking the boot in. You can't blame them for that. And yeah, um, totally. Moving on to my next story, buddy. Perhaps they're they're kind of saving their money up to take a hit on the hardware by producing absolute ball bag content for games with gold. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. This is the Games for Gold lineup. Um, yeah. Normally I'd do this in out this week, but it isn't. It's, uh, <laughs> we're a good like two weeks away still. It's just come out <laughs> early. Yeah. So the official games, here we are. For the Xbox One, we have Mega Baseball and The Escapists. Uh, and on the Xbox 360, we have MX versus ATV Reflex and I Am Alive. Well, for an Xbox gamer... Unlike myself, that's a bit shitty. It's fucking trash. <laughs> it's like three pounds worth of games. It's not great, it's, is it? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Like, there's probably the worst lineup across since since they both launched. These consoles both launched in 2013. I suspect that's probably the the weakest month. I think so. Yeah, both it's not gone well. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Absolutely yeah. awful. Don't know if they're saving up like a big AAA for Christmas time or something, but I don't know uh, how it all you works. You would hope so. You know, they they need to. Well, I don't know. The, the games for God have, uh, haven't been too bad recently, but this month really does. Um... Yeah, suck balls, buddy. That sucks, dick. It's <laughs> terrible. Really does. Wow. It's not good. Well, very sorry to uh, our Xbox listeners. <laughs> on that Indeed. one but uh, cross your fingers that PS Plus is toilet as well and then we can all just wallow together that'd be lovely it's mm. a known fact either way buddy that's me that's my news I think it's probably time to head over into Ash's news favourite things of the week if you like news but hate information you have found the right place Ash's news favourite thing of the week well, buddy, I've got quite a few things for you this week. I mean, I'm going to start probably 
at the bottom of the list. And we're going to go for more than 11,000 CSGO cheaters have been banned in one day. Yeah. That's always a nice thing. No one likes a cheater. They need to fuck off and die. Gibbon. Fact. So, Poland. Place of little <laughs> games. <laughs> so, Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Not many games come out of there, but one big game came out of there, buddy, and that was The Witcher 3. And what a game it was, buddy. Game of the Year 2015. And uh, because of that, you know, Poland are now getting stamps with uh, old uh, Geralt's face on them. Very nice, too. I think that's very nice. You know, like, wherever... That's never happened. I've never seen that before. Celebrating one of their biggest exports there. Very nice. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's something awesome that, you know... It's just fucking. It's well cool. I mean, really, like Mario hasn't had that, has he? Maybe. Who knows? No, I, I don't seen. remember that excellent run of Project Gotham stamps mm. back in the uh, early two thousands. It's unfortunate. Uh, the GTA Five mod Redux is out now and looks fucking amazing. If you got a PC that can run it, we talk in like the realistic lighting and all that stuff. Yes, with that, thing. that one, the Redux mod, uh, which is just fucking insane. Since some YouTube of that, it looks unbelievable. Totally. Uh, Bioshock the Bioshock the Collection debuts at number one in the UK sales charts. I didn't think that would happen, but it did, buddy. I mean, it was Overwatch the other week, so I mean, any, anything can happen right now. To be honest, yeah, it kept Pez off the top spot though, didn't it? Which was it a little did. disappointing. Really, that might change this week with it going down to twenty six quid. We shall see. Could well be the case. Indeed. Orcs Must Die Unchained has dropped its silly, silly PvP focus mode um, and it's just going to do the standard survival mode now, which is good oh, news for shit. us. Oh, shit. That's very exciting news. Yes, that is very good news for us because we love the shit out of that mode. It was very good. And, yeah, apparently it was just... Uh, not enough people wanted to play it. Uh, apparently, the, the conversion rates, uh, rates of people playing that game once, the PvP style, and then never playing the game, were quite high, which isn't good. I can imagine. I mean, I saw a video of that mode, and that was enough to put me off for life. So I didn't even play yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't play it. it. I just played the survival mode, which was loads of fun. That's what it's, it's all about. Like, that's yeah, what that that's game was. Die, buddy. That's what it is. What it is. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Microsoft announced the new Xbox One S My- Minecraft favorites bundle. I should Which have looks seen this very coming. Pretty. I should have seen it coming. You know, it was so obvious. It was there in your face. It's an obvious special that. edition. Minecraft, of course, a uh, Microsoft first party game these days. Yeah standard exactly japan buddy we've had poland now we're going to talk about japan it's another Hit place in the it. world okay uh the ps4 sales have skyrocketed thanks to the slim release and also persona 5 buddy our entry point into jrpg town i'm very excited mm, for persona 5 a hell of a lot of these yeah and uh good news because uh, Persona 5, uh, it's uh, getting good reviews so far. And uh, I'm not as worried as I once was about this. <laughs> you were just being like dragged along. I was like, like yeah, I'll do it. Because okay, this guy I suppose this fucking idiot 
you know, the last time I took such a punt though was Bloodborne, buddy. It's worth That's mentioning true. that. That was a good one. I did like yep. that. And finally, buddy, I know it's been a bit of a bumper edition for me. Uh, I don't like to talk a lot, you know. I've enjoyed uh, it. Stardew Valley, buddy, uh, has got a multiplayer mod on PC and it's working right now. So hopefully by the time that comes across to console, that mod will be official and will be in place in the console edition. Fingers well, crossed. maybe on the Xbox, but I don't know if the mod support will be there on the PlayStation. Oh, though. zinger! Whoa. <laughs> nice one, buddy. But yeah, totally. You, you know, mod support. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's me done. There's some snippets of uh, from this week that I picked up on. There was more, but the rest was even worse than what I read out. That's cool, buddy. I just wanted to mention very, very quickly uh, on your Stardew Valley story that uh, I think that that is something that would run on my Mac. Oh. And uh, I'm pretty sure there isn't a Mac release, but it would probably run in Wine. Okay. So on paper, what I'm suggesting is that we could probably get that on Steam. Mm, possibly we shall see buddy I will investigate need to dig out my my bluetooth mouse but yeah (laughs) true yeah cool buddy that'd be nice I'd enjoy that very much because it's not like hugely demanding graphically is it that thing it's uh, not at all sort of looks like Pokemon or something so um, yeah (laughs) maybe Gibbons B sounds good well thank you for all your news buddy Mm, and thank you for your news, buddy. Thank you very much, buddy. And that is the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. This week, buddy, in our up, down, left, right, north, south, east, west, ying, yang, bing, bong, Bonson Phoenix. This is a, I suppose it's a Fonz. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Fonz for the fact that one of these gambling con cunts, as I like to call them, buddy. I like these guys. Uh, it's been in court this week. So I suppose that's a Fonz, isn't it? Yeah, you, you don't want these guys out on the streets, yo, tearing down Gibbons. the biz. So this week, uh, obviously, you mentioned the CSGO nonsense earlier. They've been I cracking down, did. banning users. Excellent news there. Um, this time, I want to talk about UK-based YouTuber who is called... Uh, Nepenthes or Nepenthes mm, aka Cumface who gives a fuck what his name is uh, real name Craig Douglas fuck you Craig Douglas uh, who's been making <laughs> videos of him gambling on uh, among other websites Fever Ultimate Team Galaxy uh, and encouraging others to gamble on there too um, unfortunately and someone's obviously been taking notes from others like Jack Frags and mm. Team Martin cunts yeah. uh, he also owns uh, FUT Galaxy uh, as well as several other FIFA gambling sites uh, thankfully with the sort of coverage that the CSGO Lotto scandal introduced this guy and his business partner are in court now for promoting gambling 
the site is also now banned in the UK, uh, though it claims it will be back up soon. So uh, this is just another example of the sort of fucking scum out there peddling bullshit to predominantly children for their own fucking gain. And uh, so, yeah, it's... it's I, I can't I, speak yeah. on the uh, the finished court case or how things will play out in the end but at the end of the day buddy it's a youtuber who's promoting his own gambling website and it's uh, of the earth buddy i'm glad he's in a fucking courtroom <laughs> at the moment so Indeed. that's my that's my funds to yeah. be honest no, it'll totally always be a funds when these people are getting found out like this yeah totally you're absolutely right that is a massive funds that is a big thumbs up that this guy has been caught out because it's wrong, you know. Like the FIFA Ultimate Teams that I feel is a bit dirty anyway uh, in the way it does its transactions. Let alone many microtransactions. It's uh, pay to win, like, like yeah, flagrant totally, pay anyway. to winism, just masquerading as a game mode. Well, we had one of our friends' accounts hacked due to the whole FIFA Ultimate Team cards. Like, yep buying of and trading of as like right okay so like this game mode has only spawned massive tools that you know promote gambling or steal seems to be the case i mean you know this is this is old news the csgo lotto thing will mean that this doesn't get as much coverage because it's you know it's been noticed because of that scandal but at the same time you know gaming publications they they're they're looking for clicks and people get bored about hearing about the same old shit but at the end of the day every single time this happens i am gonna this will be in fonz or phoenix every time someone gets found out like this or there's a win for the consumer or someone's taken to court you you, rest assured it will be in fonz or phoenix and it's no different this week and if someone else gets found out next week because imagine how many people are doing this on youtube that haven't been caught yet i know it's it's worrying isn't it it's crazy. Either way, buddies, if it's reported in a week, then rest assured it'll be in here. And if that bores you, I'm very sorry, but I will not <laughs> relent. We very we started this thing under the guise justice for gamers, and uh, I haven't forgotten about our roots there, buddy. So uh, good show. So yeah, uh, I will obviously I'll keep abreast of this, and it, it, when things move forward and we hear about that sort of stuff, then. It will be mentioned in the news. But for now, nice, buddy. that's what we've got. Gibbons. And now it's time for Out This Week. That's Out This Week. Golden release time. Yeah. I think it kind of is, to a degree. Uh, this week we have Darkest Dungeon on the PS4 and the PS Vita. This is yes, a turn-based Vita. roguelike thingy. It looks cool. 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 Uh, We also have FIFA 17 on the Xbox One, PS4, PS3, 360, and PC. This is a kick the football game, buddy. Is that American football? No, it's the one with your feet. uh, Football. The ones where you use your feet. Football. Football, Football. got it. That's the one. Not the one where you run with it. Not that football. Where you not the one hands. where you hold it in your hands. No, no, not that football. The, not the, the football with your feet. Okay, got you. Football. 
Uh, also out this week, we have Forza Horizon 3 on the Xbox One and PC. It's a racy, racy, race car game, and I wish I could play it. That looks fucking insane on PC at 4K, doesn't it? Oh, Seriously. man. This game looks so good. Uh, we'll uh. talk about it again later on, but rest <laughs> assured, I think this is probably the the most obvious occasion where I wish I had an Xbox or a PC that could run it. Yeah, totally, buddy. Me too. This is my sort of game all over, and I'm very jealous if you have an Xbox or a PC capable of doing it justice. Very jealous. So, so this week. Uh, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, on the Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, Vita, and PC. It's a cool-looking uh, 2D, 2.5D, bits of 3D platformer. Very slick, sort of 60 frames loveliness. Looks cool, actually. Really likes the look of this. That's out this week. We have uh, XCOM 2, which I completely forgot was coming to consoles. Uh, that's yeah. out this week on the Xbox One and PS4. And it doesn't seem to be mentioned anywhere, like on no, websites no and stuff. Nothing. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's very strange. It's big, I thought big like, release. this would be... Yeah. I, yeah. I I I, mm, I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they've just Literally spent no marketing sports. budget on this. I guess at all. so. I mean, there was such a big push for it on PC, and, and that's where the main market is. I mean, I guess this is like, well, we've already made the game. We might as well stick it out and then see if we can make some more money off it. I guess I don't know. It's an odd stealth release that makes me think there's something wrong. Uh, yes, probably isn't. Probably it's fine. I know it, there was there were many problems when it first launched on PC, but it's a lot of people's game of the year contender. A lot of people love this thing. So uh, I know Funk. We we've said before Funk was a big XCOM fan on the uh, 360. So uh, be interesting to see if he picks this one up. Yeah, it will be. I'm sure we'll get some uh, notification about it if he does. Yeah, if anyone buys this, then. Please let us know because uh, I didn't really enjoy the first one that much. It wasn't just wasn't really for me. I've, I've actually got it on my Steam library as well, and I think it I think it runs on Mac, so I, I could actually play the original. But uh, wasn't really my sort of game, if I'm honest. No, I put a fair few hours into it, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I I, I think I prefer playing this on the PC than than um, like a, a console. I don't know. It feels more a PC game, doesn't it? Indeed, it does. Indeed, it does. Uh, also out this week, we have Nebula Online on the PC, Mac, Linux, iOS, and Android. This is a uh, it's a spaceship MMO. It's got a sort of EVE Online thing going on there. Interesting that it's launching on tablets at the same time as it's launching on everything else. That's a bit strange, but um, uh, it looks very intricate, very detailed. I watched a little bit of YouTube about of uh, people playing it earlier. And um, yes, could be up your street if you're into these sort of immersive MMOs especially with space-related goodies. Uh, and finally this week, Unloved comes to PC. It's a retro horror first-person shooter. And um, yeah, it's just that's what it looks like. I don't, can't really tell you anymore. Uh, the, the jump scares didn't look very scary because it was kind of retro. It almost looked kind of amusing rather than scary. But either way, um, that's out this week. And that is out this week out this week buddy sure is buddy sure is and now it's time for the jfg top five
just for gamers top five. As you can say, you can hear, buddy. I've been a little bit antsy, a little bit angry throughout this uh, this podcast. So you know, came up you got with the, the knives out. Of, uh, yeah, you know, just little pet peeves. They've been coming out. So it's the top five reasons games make you angry. Because it's not all rainbows and lollipops, buddy. Gibbons, buddy, I always find it's a good idea to have a bit of a cleanse every now and again. Uh, <laughs> be that a uh, coffee enema or uh, a bit of a moan about video games. And um, mm. I think we excel at both. So oh, true. on this occasion, let's do the moaning about video games thing. So, yeah, um, this is an excellent list of very annoying things about games. Let's have a bit of a moan. Uh, if you're feeling happy today then allow us to bring you down somewhat because mm, uh, you're not going to feel happy st- after stop this. wandering yeah. about with that grin on your fucking face no one likes it it's pissing everyone else off <laughs> so true so true so uh, number one on our list buddy stupid ai partners mm, this is look uh, at the order 1886 buddy yeah <laughs> yep yep <laughs> It's an amazing amount of time that it took for developers to realise that perhaps having solid AI counterparts who might necessarily not move. Like, for example, if you if you you compare like old games like the original Half Life, you couldn't like get round people sometimes. So if someone glitched and got stuck, <laughs> You're then forget fucked, it, mate. You are yeah. fucked. Yeah, and there have been more elegant solutions, like uh, it's kind of pertinent this week with the Bioshock collection coming out on Infinite. When you turned around, then she actually kind of disappeared, and uh, she'd teleport <laughs> about behind you, but you wouldn't really ever see it happening. It's the same on stuff like The Last of Us, where uh, uh, you've got to do these ladder sections and stuff, and you'll the camera will spin round and you'll say, yeah. hey, you know, give them a bunk up, and then... Doesn't matter where she was in the environment, she'll teleport there. But that was not always the case, was it? It's uh, no. Video games uh, have had a very long think, history of people just the in the Rainbow way. Six games were always uh, a good one for for the AI counterparts. I must say, yeah, uh, that was a jolly time. And uh, Mass Effect as well. That that had a few issues. But yeah, stupid AI partners, buddy. Ugh. It's not. Not ideal, but uh, I mean, thankfully I things have improved massively over the years. But uh, I mean, you used to have like the worst. The, all of the any game that had like a sort of escort the AI through the level, and they oh, could take don't. masses of damage. And oh okay. uh, man, terrible. Not cool. Mm. Uh, next one, number two on our list: uh, microtransactions and pay to win. Um, Touched on this a little bit earlier, buddy. I didn't know if you noticed. I was a bit angry. FIFA Ultimate Team, pay to win there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like paying more money than I need to, uh, really. Uh, I don't want to pay to win. I just want to play. Play the game and win on a fair playing field. That's all I can ask, buddy, is fairness first, I would say. Mm, profits first, buddy. Oh, make that dollar-dollar bill, y'all. I think I haven't got a problem with cosmetic microtransactions. As no, that a, is fine. Because, I, fine. well, I do. I do have a problem, but I'm accepting of it. So, you know, well, the, uh, to be honest, the thing that annoys me the most is when things are dressed up 
as something that they're not. So I hate pay-to-win models, and I don't like microtransactions either, but what I hate more than anything is that sort of, like that Forza 5 model, where they released Forza 5, and there were cars on there that you had to grind 200 hours for. and Or you could buy them for 30 quid. And Turn 10 were like, you know, we've put this shortcut option in there for anyone who hasn't got time to play through the game, earn experience points and get that car. They can just purchase that outright. But you never have to spend any extra money. Just play Mm, the game and eventually you'll be able to unlock the car. But those systems are so often skewed and fucked. And just, as I said, like, it's just a piss take. That's what annoys me more. I think I'd rather they just came out and were like, yeah, fuck you. You know? <laughs> like, like, rather than like dress it up like something else. Yeah, it's like Rainbow Six, isn't it, buddy? I mean, like, yeah, you, you start, you unlock a few, like, four characters reasonably quickly. And then after that, it's just like, no. No more for you. If you want more, give me some money. Yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, it's crazy. It's not good. I don't like not it. Not cool. It's bad. It's not going anywhere either. <laughs> no, no. If anything, it's getting worse. <laughs> it will. It will get worse. Yeah. Great. I love it. There. Uh, number three on our list. Cunty developers not updating or fixing issues. I mean, where do you want to start? Probably FIFA is a good one for that. Once again, FIFA, you know, that last one was FIFA. It's they're, been making several unfortunate appearances. It has. I mean, the the amount of times where we've been done over, well, in previous FIFAs where we've had them, uh, by midget Afro cunts, buddy. That's, yep. uh, that's the official title. Uh, where they've stack glitched their way up to 99 and are unbeatable. Hmm. It's just not cricket, really. They're not going to fix it, buddy. They're just going to leave it, because that's the game they've made. Yeah. And there's a whole selection of games that were just never fixed. Like, ever. Like, I mean, Batman's the most recent example. Yeah. That that PC, anything anything Warner Brothers releases on the PC is an excellent example. Yeah, it's not going to work. The, the, the sort of glitches on Fallout games on the PS3. Uh, I think anything Bethesda on the PS3, in fact, Oblivion yes. had a, a vampire glitch, wasn't it? Where you, you once you became one, then that was it. Like, game over. You couldn't do anything. Mm, I believe so. Skyrim had some terrible issues with, with the PS3 as well. I remember. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just not good. I mean, just just fix your game. We've bought it. Make it work. Yeah, I think for me it's uh, it comes down to the the server stuff is the most annoying stuff, buddy, when it comes oh, is to that, is that number four? It certainly is. It certainly <laughs> is. This is shitty online servers that do not work. I mean these Anyone for people. some Blaze Rush, buddy? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you gotta have open NAT settings or some bollocks like that, buddy. You gotta open all it. your ports. All the ports. Gotta yeah. let them in. We got we got there in the end. Um yeah, like especially with like day one releases, they know how many sales are predicted. They've they've made all the physical discs that they can. They've sent them out. Yes, there are online you know distribution now where we download it 
But you must have an inkling of uh, how much power you need to suffice everyone that's going to play your game that day. Really. Truthfully. At least not have it working by that weekend where it comes out. Where everyone will be playing it. It just seems to happen all the time, doesn't it? It's obviously something... It's I feel never like going away, though. There's it's something nice. going on here that we do not understand. You know? I just don't think that all of these different companies can drop the ball all the time. I mean, some of them absolutely do. For example, these, this problem we're having with Pez, the team play lobbies thing. If you go into online team play as a mode, you can go into the lobbies, like the lobby browser, and you can see all the lobbies. So you can there's, see how many people are loads. playing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that thing, not only that, this is, this is even worse, and I didn't realise this at first, but this, that game is region-locked. Like we can't play with people from the states. If if oh, really? if, if Mel Gibson Soul or JJ were to buy a Pez, uh, obviously they'd need to take leave of their senses for that to happen. But if they were to <laughs> if they were to buy Pez, we would literally not be able to play with them unless we went into some sort of foreign account and used that to, to break through the server thing. And that means that we can tell how many people are playing Pez online in team play lobbies at any given moment, and those servers aren't full. And if they're not full, then why are they lagging? Because I don't know, buddy. we know it's not netcode because they'll fix it. We we already know they'll fix it because they have done the last three years in a row. After two months or so, it's it's almost like someone's flicked a switch, doubled the bandwidth, and everything's fine. But we can see the servers aren't full. So are they throttling everyone to a specific like net speed or something? I don't know what's going on there, but no, that's no, so buddy. infuriating, isn't it? It really is ah, so annoying. Incredible. Ridiculous. I can't stand it. Crazy stuff. Indeed, buddy. Uh, so let's round up our list, buddy. It's been very cathartic having a good old moan, actually. I've enjoyed it. I feel a bit Probably... better myself now. Yeah, absolutely. Very happy. Very happy. At number five on our list uh, of uh, reasons games make you angry is The Hype in capital I'm a massive letters. fan of The Hype. I get involved... I've been involved with the hype so many times. Like I'm like, oh, it's coming. Wouldn't out. be the same without the hype, buddy. Shit. It would not be the same without the hype. It's be like this is a game. It's gonna do this. Yeah, but you're you are in control. If you Am want I? to be. Am I? If you want to be, you don't have to listen to I the hype. I just have to close thing. my eyes and put my fingers in my ears, and then I'll be all right. No, you, you just have to look back at everything you've bought in the last 10 years and be like, I should probably ignore this hype, because that was wank. <laughs> like, it's, it's true, I could ignore it, but when everyone is just shouting about it really loudly in my face, wherever I go, you know, it's hard to ignore those kind of signs. Is it? I think it comes down to the fact that your imagination is more powerful than anything that can currently be created. So, you you know you've That's played so, so deep, many buddy. games. <laughs> like <laughs> that, was, that was like the deepest thing you met. Like, yeah, your imagination is something. Amazing. Water is the essence of wetness. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like yeah. you you know how good it could be. Like you're thinking about yeah, totally. a game you're and like, you're like, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is going to be so amazing yeah. that I can do this or, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to have so much fun with this and this is going to be totally. brilliant and so on. And 
that doesn't always live up and uh, it possibly it's isn't always button. helped by certain development teams perhaps kind of embellishing those dreams and not uh, maybe not maybe mentioning when uh, the game is not necessarily going to live up to that they just kind of go with it you know maybe sell some copies and then become one of the most hated men on earth but i'm not talking about anything specific obviously it's just uh, you know nah not at all it could be anyone <laughs> i like being on the hype train buddy I don't mind getting burnt. I like being on the hype train because I I feel like so many of the things that I found exciting about games when I was little are gone now. Like the whole the fact that a game is just delivered to my console at midnight when it's released is yeah, great, but it's taken the edge off a little bit and not the fact that when I was little, I saved up to buy like a, a five pound magazine that might have a shit demo disc on the front to, oh, to get the so latest good. news rather that than bit. now where every day I know exactly what's going on all over the world. And it's like <laughs> the hype worked best when you were kind of in the dark. The hype doesn't work so well now because you can be so well informed if you put yeah, the like that's true, the mouse work in. But hey, buddy, this is us moaning about the hype. Don't try and defend the hype. The hype's I'm sorry, I was just playing a bit it's... of devil's advocate there. No, you know. no. Not today, son. My Not bad. today. Time and a place, and this isn't it. Mm. The hype is... Ah, it's the mother of all fuckers, buddy. It's a... <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> certainly is. Fuck that guy. Disgraceful. So, yeah. Ah, oh, dear. <sighs> That's a good man. I feel better. I feel ah. Uh, let, let's Shake let's it go off. and celebrate with something new. That's yeah, or something. Oh, maybe. Indeed, indeed. That's the top five reasons games make you angry. Uh, we have stupid AI partners, microtransactions, and pay to win. Cunty developers not updating or fixing issues. Shitty online servers that don't work, and the hype. <laughs> indeed, buddy. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. So, buddy, when are we going? When are we going? I'll tell you, buddy. We are going back to the 2nd of October 2007. Ooh. Which saw the release on the Xbox 360 Hello. of Project Gotham Racing 4. Oh, I was a big fan of this game back in the day. And probably still now. I mean, you still play this game now, don't you? I was playing this game yesterday. That's a testament to how good this game is. Nine years later, this oh, is still... Man. It's such of- a good game. It's such a good. It's still such a good game. I'm slowly working my way back up, buddy. Slowly working my skills back up on Project Gotham to take another run of that fucking achievement. <laughs> Never gonna happen. I will. Happen. I will platinum that DLC. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, I will do it. I will. Sure, go for it. Why not? Believe, buddy. 
believe. Anyway, this is yeah. Project Gotham 4. This is my favorite racing game of all time. Probably one of your favorites as well, isn't it? No, oh, it was a treat. It was the perfect blend of arcade and simulation. It was. So good. Straddled that line perfectly. This is a game from Bizarre Creations and Microsoft Studios. Um, PGR 3 was kind of the big deal when the 360 launched. It was kind of the flagship racer for Xbox Live. And uh, I hadn't really played racing games online before. Uh, but PGR 4, I suppose kind of an incremental update. It... it it was kind of in the same vein as PGR3, but I think it was a better game. It had more to it. It's more diverse. Really interesting game modes and stuff. Um, funnily enough, originally leaked in a Peugeot press release. Uh, they were running a competition to design a concept car for the game. Um, that that Peugeot Flux thing, you know, that sort of electric car type thing that was in there? Yes. yeah, That, that was actually designed one, by yeah. a competition winner. Uh, really? <laughs> Yeah, so it that's wasn't. Crazy. It was never like a, a real. Th- it was a Peugeot concept car designed by a competition winner, and that's how the game was kind of leaked <laughs> to be coming out. Obviously, yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Mm. So I've got a few different sort of bullet points here of wonderful things that I remember. First, I want to talk about the tracks on this game, including the wonderful Ghost Sword. Which was something that looked like a ghost, ghost and then a sword. All of the maps of the tracks in this game slowly rotated on the menu screen. So sometimes it looked like a ghost, sometimes it looked like a sword. That's um, true. But there, we had there loads go. of fun. Ghost sword, ghost sword buddy. <laughs> the, uh, the Macau tracks I thought were really, really cool. Always a big fan of those. Uh, I think the Nurburgring was the one that we probably played the most of. And, yeah, um, the full circuit was uh, probably one of my favorites, I would say. I think we we all really appreciated the the city tracks in this where it was you know they'd built a big city and then the tracks were all sort of through it in different directions and not many not many games have done that since for some reason mm, but true. kind of makes sense doesn't it like think of it as an open world and then put the tracks in afterwards did you like that Yeah totally I mean like um in in GTA 5 when uh, you have those like street races and stuff like I really enjoyed it, like uh, you know the the um, custom made ones, like, yeah, by, by all fans and stuff like that. Where it feels like it's um, a street circuit, and it, it yeah, I don't know, like we're, we're so used to like simulation racing now uh, to have that in a game. It, it, it was it's so cool and it's so sparse nowadays. I must say, which is a shame. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good idea. I mean, uh, Drive Club kind of showed what could have been kind of with those yeah, uh, with their Scotland tracks. tracks. Yeah, that was really cool when they added them. Um, but I still really enjoy that game. I need to play it some more, man. The the drifting on that, it, like, it reminds me a bit of Project Gotham Racing. I thought that uh, Drive Club was going to be our next gen or current gen um, PGR. Yeah, me too. Just, just got to say, buddy, it's got a first follower on Twitch. Yes! I'm trying to read it. I think it's Stickass? Sticks? I can't read. Unfortunately, I'm terrible at reading, you know. But thank you very much to that guy. He's awesome. Sweet as the punch, buddy. The first of many. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, um... Uh, you brought it up earlier how um, Activision bought out Bizarre and uh, stuff like that so um, that didn't go well did it 
No, absolutely. And there, there, there are several reasons why we picked Gotham this week, and I will get to that shortly. Um, I just want to highlight a couple of more wonderful things about this game. The uh, the servers were brilliant on this, the, the way that you could P2P host games with a massive yes. amount of customization, great mix of cars and bikes, and also mini games like uh, Cat and Mouse and Bulldog. They had some... It was such a diverse selection of things you could do on this game and uh, some amazing modes. Like I remember us going around the Nürburgring with A-class cars and E-class cars and basically it was, you know, get the Mini to the finish first and you could you could shunt the car along to make it go faster. Yeah, it was you so could try funny. And take each other out as well. It was, um, again, there's a similar mode on GTA and you do wonder how much they were paying attention to something like PGR when you see videos of people playing PvP modes on GTA. Yeah, but, hitting uh, the, uh, the, what's it, like the smart car thing around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. The buggies yeah. and stuff. Mm. But yeah, like it's, it's just a cracking game. Unfortunately, you know, they never made any more and never will, buddy. I mean, what was the other racing game they brought out? Oh, that was it, like... Blur or something? Yeah, Blur, Blur came out afterwards. That was a like kind of, of futuristic type uh, Yeah, arcade kind of thing with power-ups and all sorts on the floor. And I don't know if that was a... Never played it because uh, I didn't like the look of it, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt kind of... Um, commercial sounds ridiculous, but... Yeah, um, but no. It just didn't yeah. look like... I don't know. I mean, I heard really good things about it overall but uh, mm. basically what happened within a week of the release date of project gotham 4 was activision buying bazaar um and they yeah systematically killed the company they released a i think they released a a, a game on like zune you know the zune like uh, yeah the like the i iPod, wasn't it? Basically iPods, it? Yeah. iPod kind of thingy, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they kind of ported PGR to Zune, which was kind of weird. But uh, oh, Bizarre, Bizarre died, and they, you know, they bought it and killed the franchise, um, which was a huge shame. And if you're wondering where the team went, they went on to form Playground Games, who... Uh, yeah. Uh, you may you may have heard of Playground Games, buddy. They they recently launched uh, this week, buddy. Forza Ooh, Horizon. This week, th- this week. <laughs> Forza Horizon Three, uh, <laughs> which is yeah, maybe Pretty that's impressive. why I like the look of that what game is, so yeah. much. I know, right? Yeah, I really want to play that game. But I, I you're just, talking like I'm over half the team went and made that studio, and and yeah. Um, I, I suppose that that could be something that runs all right on your PC. Yeah, possibly. Like you know, you know what we're saying about what we have done in the past, like about the the PS4 Pro coming out, and I'm like, no, I'm just going to buy a new graphics card. Then if I do get that graphics card, like a, a 1070, uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel like getting a 1060 is much of a jump up, so I'll have to save up a bit more, get the 1070, and then um, yeah, get some Forza Horizon 3 on the go, mate. I'll be uh, happy days. I think that'd be sweet absolutely and i'm keeping an eye on that xbox one now that the uh the s is out i'm keeping an eye on that as that slowly drops more and more in price like nose diving towards 100 pounds and i'm starting Mm. to think well that's only a couple of games you know yeah exactly pick one up get your xbox live uh, subscription get some games for gold you know gibbons buddy i'll do that with you Got my 360 to do some back compat stuff with it. Yeah, as well. that's true, buddy. I mean, I've still got Vegas 2 on disc. Since I've got I've Gotham found it in the loft. <laughs> I don't think I've got Gotham. 
don't know where that went. No, I'm sure you can pick it up for a pound somewhere. I'm sure I could, yeah, true, yeah. Well, either way, fantastic game. Still my favourite racing game of all time. That was the 2nd of October 2007, which saw the release from Bizarre Creations and Microsoft Studios of Project Gotham Racing 4. Nice, buddy. It's a good one. And now it's time for the JFG Quiz. So, buddy, it's my time to be the quiz master. So the title of this week's quiz is maybe another N64 music quiz. Have we had one already before? I don't know. Don't think so. Not Not specifically. Well, here we go. N64 music quiz coming at you, buddy. Once again, multiple choice. A, B, C, one, two, three. That's what we're going for. Uh, Have you got the music files ready? I do indeed. I do indeed. Let me just open another beer, though, because I need it for for my brain to work. I just did that as well. I mean, it's a good shout. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hang on. Hang on. There we go. Okay, yeah. I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Who's ready? Tell me when, buddy. Okay, going for number one now. because I'm not going to know by listening any longer. (laughs) Okay. Is it A, GoldenEye 007? Is it B, Turok Dinosaur Hunter? Or is it C, Perfect Dark? I'm going to go GoldenEye. Is it? You know what? Like when I listen to that, I'm like, you know, that could sit in GoldenEye really. I thought well. it could comfortably be like some third-party music made for the GoldenEye game. I know, right? But unfortunately, no. But it's perfect dark. Yeah. Oh well. So uh, you know, both made by Rare. You know, Perfect Dark, the sequel to GoldenEye, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's very kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it could have fit in both of them. Okay, are you ready for number two? I guess so, buddy. Okay, go in now. Have you had enough of this sick beat? Yeah, do it, buddy. Do it. <laughs> okay, buddy. So... I know what's coming, by the way. But yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you know fucking what's go coming, ahead, son. Go on. Is it A, Mario Golf? Is it B, 
Super Mario 64? Or is it C? Mario Party? <laughs> He's sitting there. He doesn't know what to think right now. It could be anything. I'm going to discount golf just from common sense that that doesn't sound like a golf game. Um, <laughs> it's Mario Golf, though. Exactly, so it probably is. But, you know, I've got nothing to go on. I haven't played any of these games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played any of them. Um, I will go with... Party. It was Super Mario 64, buddy. Unlucky. Okay. It's not not necessarily unlucky. It's more a complete lack of knowledge. I didn't own this console or any of these games. I didn't play I know, any I of these games. I thought you'd like this. That's why uh, I did it. Yeah, and uh, as I said last week, if I give you a hard quiz, then this is what happens. So, okay, fine. <laughs> Number three, buddy. Go on, then. Number three... go on Okay, so is it A, Quake 64? Is it B, Battle Tanks? Or is it C, Doom 64? Battle Tanks. Gone for Battle Tanks. Not a lot to go on, buddy, but it was Doom 64. Sorry, B. That was Doom. Apparently that was Doom 64, the beginning. Where's the, where's the fucking metal? Well, mate, I, I listened to the whole soundtrack of Dune 64. There was, like, little to no metal. <sighs> Fucking hell, Balls. man. Okay. <sighs> Question number four. Are you ready? I am. Um... I fucking hope you played this game. Okay, we go. Did you play this game? Not a scoop. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> I had one friend who had an N64 I played like I know, I know, three I know. games on it. It's true. This would have definitely been one of those three, buddy. Just put okay. that out there. Alright then. Okay, have you had enough of this jolly, beautiful music? It's very nice, buddy. Ah, it's, it's really lifted fantastic. my spirits Indeed. as I sit here on zero for three. Okay. Is it A, The Legends of Zelda Ocarina of Time? Is it B, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards? Or is it C, Pilot Wing 64? <laughs> Think about it. He had this game. Zelda gone for Zelda and he smashed it. 
<laughs> yeah, buddy. It was uh, the Legends of Zelda: uh, Ocarina of Time. It's in the shooting gallery, and uh, I, just, I just, you know, it's, it's a great song. Jovial. I liked it a lot. Mm. This Beautiful. next one, buddy. You will not get it once again because you never played the game. But hey, let's see what happens. Number five. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah? You good? You don't listen to any more? Nope. You sure? It's good. It's great. You can play as much as you like of it when you put this together. That's true. <laughs> but I'm can. fucking I'll dumb. play it for like two hours. You should. Just pop it on repeat. I'll be like, oh, the podcast seems to be six hours long this week. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. Okay, buddy. Is it A, Pokemon Snap? Is it B, Super Smash Brothers? Or is it C, Virtual Chess 64? <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, it is. Ah! Pokemon, buddy. <laughs> of course it is. Love me some Beautiful. Pokemon Snap, buddy. <laughs> ah. In the end, buddy, two out of five, not bad, seeing as you didn't own an N64. I think you did I, good. Not only did I not own an N64, but I didn't play any of the games in that quiz. You must have played Ocarina of Time. Never. Did you not? <gasps> I, I had a mate with an N64. I, I, I played three games on the N64. Ever. One of them was Goldeneye. One of them was Mario Kart. And the other one was Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> I never played anything else on that console. I, I nearly I nearly put some uh, Diddy Kong in there. <laughs> I would have got it. it. I, I know, I was like, shit, I should have put that in there. Next no, time, buddy, I'll put I'll take some Diddy my Kong two, in there for I you. will take my two. I'm very happy with it. Nice sit down, buddy. Cool music as well. Like that was a strange era where they sort of <laughs> they weird, came man. out of the sort of sixteen bit era and didn't really know what to do with all the space they suddenly had. So you've got all yeah, these like MIDI strange. trumpets and yeah, shit. It was just like, what, what, what is this stuff? Like, brilliant, it's so good. Like, I, I, I must have spent like an hour today, like doing a bit of research on this, just listening to like old like N sixty four tunes. I was like, I, I don't know if it was good or really shit. It was it was a mixture of both. <laughs> very strange it's reminiscing beautiful well thanks very much buddy thank you very much no and, problem uh, buddy I'm looking fucking back next week oh dear it's gonna be like like Mega Drive or something like Master that. System of yeah Master System yeah I'll be fucked great can't wait <laughs> cool nice mm. <laughs> 
And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Has he got some questions this week, buddy, for us? Funk's got this for us this week, buddy. He says, Alex was super excited after trying VR at that games show. It was rezzed to anyone who's interested. Um, (laughs) How do you feel about it now? Was it just the excitement of experiencing it for the first time that got you all juiced up? Personally, I give no shits about VR and don't think I will for a considerable amount of time. I'm... So, I'm... I'm, Yeah. Are I'm you in, in the no, same boat here? I would like, say I'm in no man's land. I'm in limbo right now. How... Regarding... T- tell, us, tell us where you are with VR, buddy. Like, what are your thoughts at this moment in time? I, I think it's gonna... Like, I, th- I think I've spoken about it before, how I, I feel like it's gonna... Like, for now, it's like the new light gun it's the new peripheral that everyone's gonna go bananas over and then be like yeah it's just a gimmick but do you like, not think that it's bigger than that do you not think it's gonna be successful in the long be, run but for now i don't i don't feel like one the game development isn't there and and two like you know the resolutions and the power of the consoles they're not there either you know we really need something super ridiculously powerful to get because it's all about realism, I guess. Like, well, the the main part of it is going to be about realism. There's going to be some weird, crazy games where you end up in the clouds and shit. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> You're going to be all over the place. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I just feel like it's it's not quite there yet. You know. No, that's fair enough, buddy. That's fair enough. Doesn't mean I don't want it though. Um. <laughs> The reason that I am not as excited as I was before is the PS4 Pro. Mm. That's what's changed. That's why I'm, yeah, good shot. I've cooled on it. Uh, if it wasn't for that, if if Sony had just wandered out on stage the other day and announced the Slim and nothing else, then I'd still be excited about VR, and I'd still be nailed on to buy it, to be honest. The reason that I'm no longer that interested in buying it is because I think that... The 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 lowest common denominator tends to be the one that gets screwed over. I think that buying VR without having one of these PS4 Pros is a recipe for disaster because I don't believe that devs have time to to optimize for both systems. And I think that the the base model PS4 is going to get left behind far more quickly than people are expecting. So, I mean, I've heard that of. I mean. It's it's also true, it's worth noting that it needs to work a certain level on the PlayStation 4, otherwise people are just going to fucking vomit all over their living rooms. So there has to be be a base frame rate, there has to be a base level of of competency there. But the idea that you'd fork out like 350 quid on something and not get the optimal experience from it is enough to turn me off completely. So, no... I am still as excited as I was before about VR because I see the potential there. I do believe it's the future. I do believe that we're all going to have one in in five, ten years' time. Yeah. But 
it's not there yet. And if you look at the fact that people have forgotten that the Vive and the Oculus are out, they have launched already, and there's just nothing on those systems there's worth no, playing yeah. right now. No, it's, nothing of substance. And that, it's in its infancy, and, and, yeah. and there's no proper games out for them yet, and they haven't sussed out some of the problems like movement, for example. And but you need these early adopters to fund fund it, I guess. You know, yeah, to, absolutely, to, to try things forward, out. Yeah. I do think the PlayStation VR li- launch lineup looks excellent. I think uh, some of these games look very cool, and I think that that will change things. Um, so yeah, that's where I am. I'm as excited as I was before. It was a fantastic experience, and I 100% want it. But if I'm not going to fork out on the PS4 Pro, then I I don't think it's a viable option for me right now. No, I and, know what you're saying. Yeah. And so that's why I've kind of started looking at other alternative hardwares for the next sort of 12 to 18 months to tide me over. Uh, I wish that that wasn't the case if the Pro wasn't coming out and everything on the VR was optimized for the PS4 that I have I would I would probably have a pre-order in already I'm that, I'm that sold on it I'd probably have a pre-order in already but they've come along they've moved the goalposts they've changed everything and they've they've screwed it for me so so yeah that's where I am uh I it, all it's done is to to make me want to wait longer that's that's all that's changed but um yeah i'm still 100% on board with vr and i still absolutely want one and there's every chance that i'll end up with one of those headsets earlier than i should get one <laughs> yeah and that's going to be the issue isn't it or well, not you know issue, what i'm like that will happen yeah we'll get all excited and end up buying one or well, one each <laughs> can happen buddy can happen probably will happen but yeah good question Thanks for that funk. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we wanna know Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall So hit us up and be on the show The JFG Street Beat Street Beat Wanna know Be on the show Uh, First off the bat this week we have PJ who says Do you care much how a console looks under your TV? It matters not but the 360 Elite was cool looking and so is the PS4 PS4 Pro not so much. How much do you <laughs> care about the aesthetics of your system, buddy? Oh, I'd say an average of 7 out of 10. I care about how good so it looks. So it does matter a fair old whack to you how it looks. Well, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think so. You want something to look cool. You don't want it to look, like, retarded, I guess. No? <laughs> I'm not sure I care. Uh, it depends where I'm gonna put it, but I, I, like my PC is like a big, fucking huge beast of a horrible thing. I mean, it looks all right, but it's just massive, and I just tuck that under there, so I don't really care. I mean, and I, I don't have my console in my living room, or it's not on show. It's like on the shelf out the way, so I don't look at it. So I guess no, I, d- I don't care that much to be honest. Then 
Yeah, I don't give a shit at all. I don't. I think I'm. I'm <laughs> honestly, honestly, I can give a fuck really. if it was if it was just a giant black box with all the components just littered along it. What about size then? Obviously, the smaller the better. Yes. Like there we go. But at the same time, would I prefer it if I if the PlayStation was twice the size and half the volume? Yes. <laughs> I've probably okay, only, yeah. it's probably only left my house three times so mm. why does it need to be mobile you know I, I agree true. with PJ I think the the Elite looked great I think the PS4 looks lovely I've always really liked the design uh, I certainly agree with him as well that I think the Pro looks like a piece of shit double decker PS4 <laughs> like it looks the dumb Xbox, um Xbox One wasn't uh, a treat to the eyes when that came not a looker so. but the, the Slim certainly is very tasty looking console mm, true no, I, I don't care at all, and I think a lot of people do. Um, for me, it's entirely what's inside that counts on this occasion, only this occasion, buddy. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm worried about is the power of the thing, really, to be honest. Yeah, and true. Mobility is nice, but uh, how often so do you the take NX, the buddy, the, mobi- the mobility of the NX, not a, not a major factor for you, then? I'm going to end up buying that thing, you know. Probably. Uh, the mobility of the NX suggests that it's going to be completely mobile in that it's going to be a handheld. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a handheld, yeah. So okay. it doesn't that will really be mobile. Like, oh yeah, I'd take my PS4 on the bus. But if it looked that, like yeah. a, a piece of like, if it looked like it was made at a Duplo or something, obviously that would be unfortunate if you're taking it around <laughs> with you. Maybe if if you had to carry a console with you all the time, maybe you'd care more about what it yeah, looked true. like. But yeah, yeah. For me, no, I couldn't give a toss. Don't care. It's under the telly. When it's if it's, in, a, it's good to go, kind of thing. If yeah. it's a good system, then people are going to, anyone who comes around is going to be like, oh, you've got one of those. Like, no matter how toilet it looks, they're going to be kind of vaguely jealous. So, mm. you know, it doesn't really matter what it looks like. But uh, true. Nice if there's a, no power brick attached to it. I will say that. Yeah, the power brick is just not a good, good idea. Hopefully we've seen the back of the power brick now, like since the Slims come out for the Xbox, hopefully no one will ever do the power brick again. You would hope. True. Yeah, well. mm. He's not convinced. He's right to be. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think the the PlayStation VR has a power brick, so what the fuck am I talking about? You know, (laughs) you know. <laughs> I just want everything in the box, and then that's it. I just move the box around. And play I want it. the power brick on like the side of my head. PlayStation yeah. VR. I want it on the back. Yep. Cool. I no, like I it. It's a good don't idea. Want don't want that no? at all. No. No. Uh, it's a good question okay. though, and uh, I would love to know what the rest of our community thinks about that because it's it is a bone of contention. Uh, it's the first thing that people talk about because it's kind of the only thing you can talk about when a console is announced is what it looks like because you haven't played on it or anything yet. <laughs> That's true. So it's always a big talking point online when a new console is revealed. But uh, you know, I What's remember the when the best they... looking console of all time then. Tough one. I like the PS3 Slim. That looked Dreamcast. Good. What? That did not look good. That was not a stylish console. It was cool. It was like a toy. <laughs> best looking. As in what looks the best. Not like which looks like a toy. 
So it's the best looking because it looks like a toy. I just liked the aesthetic. I like I liked the look of the Dreamcast. Okay, cool. I'm looking at it right now, and I, I, I I'm <laughs> I'm sticking I'm sticking with it. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Anyway, I I digress, buddy. I'm asking <sighs> the listeners now. What's what's your what's your favourite looking console? What wets your whistle? Mega Drive was quite cool looking. Yeah, it looked okay if you were blind. <laughs> fuck you. GameCube, mate. <laughs> GameCube with this handle? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> you're gonna want, you're gonna want. <laughs> need that handle, buddy. You need I'm that starting handle, yeah. to think that perhaps we very much are looking for different things when it comes to the aesthetics uh, of our I'm, consoles. I'm thinking like style. Like, you know. None of them like, have been stylish. Yeah, they have. They've had concurve, convex. Ooh, convex. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the PS4 with its angles and stuff like that. And then the Xbox One with its massive Betamax lookalike style. I mean, that's cool. I think you're right. The PS3 Slim did look quite nice, actually. It did. Yeah, I'm right. Damn right. That was a nice console. It's not quite as pretty as the Dreamcast, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's so right. He's so right. Uh, the Game Gear, buddy, is the correct answer to all of Ooh, this. Nice, good, good shout. Nice system. It looked best when it had that giant TV receiver <laughs> attached to the top of it. Mm, that was a good look. Mm, <laughs> lovely. Good yep. Mm. Well, thank you very much for your question, PJ, and. Please get in touch with us. Let us know what you like when it comes to gaming rather than <laughs> your sexuality. Um, unless you're interested. No. So we'll finish things off this week, buddy, with a question you asked on our PS4 community. Uh, oh, what's that? We have a community on the PS4? Holy we do have a community shit. on the PS4, buddy. If you head on to your PS4, if you have one, um, don't if you don't. And it's the uh, JFG podcast community, buddy. You can find it on there. We got uh, more than 20 people on that community and uh, come and join them. It'll be loads of fun. And occasionally we'll ask questions in there, which we will then read out. That's kind of what's happening here if you were confused by it but uh, ash asked this question a little while ago in the community he said Did. what is the best game so far this year and what game are you most excited for and we got a couple of responses from mm. uh, a couple of our favorite listeners buddy mm, top dogs I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> Worth noting, I think Mel took some offence to my uh, claim that Battlefield 4 was ugly the other day. Started posting <laughs> some like glamour photos in the community of uh, of that game looking nice. Um, that will happen. Hard to come by, those particular photos, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but, you know... I think you're just you're stirring the pot here, buddy, and I'm not maybe. sure about this. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like where this is going. Can happen, can happen. Anyway, we'll start with Mel. This is Mel Gibson's soul. Uh, his favourite game of the year so far, best game rather, of the year so far, Seven Days to Die. This is something we really need to try once I it goes know, down in right? price a little bit more. When it's I saw happen. this, I was like, this guy. He's yep. got the knowledge. And He's what are you most knowledge. excited for? He says, uh, VR on the PS Pro, duh. <laughs> Obviously. And uh, he actually came back and said that, yeah, 
he's going to be one of the sheep to uh, push forward on this. And well played, buddy. Someone's got to do it. Let us know how it goes. And well, we might be there with you. It depends if we we get in some money at the last <laughs> last uh, last hurdle. And yep. uh, we'll probably. It might be. Uh, I'm I'm thinking birthday slash Christmas combo from like literally anyone I know. For VR, mm. you're really coming down on. You're thinking about it, are you? I've I've really been thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? I, I should just get it and see what it's all about. If it's wank, it's wank. If it's awesome, it is. You know, I don't know. We we'll, we'll get closer to the time, and I'll probably like bottle it, which is good. <laughs> we shall see, buddy. I, I want to get involved as well, but uh, either way, yeah, Mel's getting on board. Uh, he was kind of joking there, but he is actually going to probably jump in on the old VR. So exciting news, Gibbons. Uh, our other response was from JJ, our glorious benefactor. Uh, his best game of the year so far is Doom, which is understandable because that is the best game of the year so far. Uh, <laughs> and he is most interested in uh, Mafia 3 and Killing Floor 2. Um, after expectations were squashed, he's still going to lay on the Battlefield 1 hype train tracks as well. So that's in there for him too. So Love that hype. Mafia's only, a, what, two weeks away now? One week? Something like I'd, that? Yeah, man. Seriously, like I, I avoided so much information about this game that I think I was watching the football um, one weekend and it came on an, as, as an advert, you know, at halftime. I was like, fuck me, what's this game? This is amazing. Yeah. And now I'm like ultra super, ultra super pumped. Ultra super pumped. For this game. I don't know why. Like, I, I haven't done any more research apart from I, I watched that one advert and that's it. It sold it to me and I'm like, I need this game. It's all I want now. It's, it's <laughs> been, it's been what, two and a half years since I got a new uh, open world city game like GTA type thing and mm. I'm I'm on board and it looks like a very cool universe and I've seen quite a lot of coverage of it and it looks great so yeah I'm really hyped about Mafia as well and um, I think it might be a day one for me it could happen it's looking that way but I, th- I feel like we're going to have the funds for it as well which is good news I think so I think so mm. Uh, and Battlefield 1 likewise to be honest uh, we, we had so much fun that night when we were playing with Mel that uh, I'm yeah. starting to think that's going to be an early doors one for us as well I know right no oh, dear it's expensive uh, golden do? release time buddy it's a lot of money putting it on the line that's golden release time for you buddy that's how things it happen is. we knew it was going to happen you save up all year for this time Gibbons it's a full blown mm. Gibbons <laughs> well Either way, good question to the community, buddy, and thank you very much for your answers. And keep an eye on the community wall. We will be asking more questions going forward for future podcasts. Gibbons, buddy. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 78 of the JFG podcast uh, and our inaugural live stream onto, uh, I'm going to call it the Simulcast buddy of uh, YouTube and Twitch both at the same time YouTube and Twitch we could expand to more but I feel like this is good enough for me and I don't feel like I could monitor any more chat windows than that no this is this is a a suitable spit roast for the JFG (laughs) podcast buddy so 
And I must say, it's news. gone really, really well on on both streams. Like, I'm like, we've had interaction on on Twitch, uh, not so much on YouTube, which is a bit of a shame. I mean, I'm missing a bit of JJ action there. You know, he's normally there to pull us through. But yeah, we, we, we've got a follower on Twitch already, you know. It's only been two hours worth of streaming, buddy, you know. More to come. Do. I just like Indeed, to... Um, we're not even playing games, which is what Twitch is normally about. So, I'd like to fingers crossed, this will put a little plug out for my upcoming Pez series that I'm going to be doing, buddy. Ooh, I think hello. it's time to promote this. Go on, then. I'll allow it. I mean, have you paid the ad rights to us? Do I need to do I, do I need to pay us? Yeah, where's where's the sponsorships? You know, get them in. I've write an IOU. Sure, I'll take that. Fair play. Thanks very much, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> about to start. Um, in the coming weeks, I will be doing some regular Pez streaming with a, a master league that I'm starting, which is going to be the goalkeeper challenge, the JFG goalkeeper challenge, which will be. A team of goalkeepers playing as outfield players. My entire side, the the, the starting eleven and the bench, playing on t- uh, top player difficulty uh, as all famous goalkeepers from around the world in an effort to see how good that Pez engineers and whether I can improve these players by playing them as outfield players even though they're supposed to be in goal. So... That will it's be a series that I'm beginning, one, right? and I'll be live streaming it from start to finish until I get incredibly angry or sacked, one of the two. But uh, <laughs> that should be happen. an interesting watch nonetheless, buddy. So keep an eye out for that on our YouTube channel, um, as I'll be streaming on there and streaming on the PlayStation. Hmm, nice, buddy. So I'm just going to say uh, once more a big thank you for everyone to for getting involved, uh, be it through questions on the streams. Or anywhere, um, and you can tell everyone where to find us now, I guess, buddy. I absolutely can. You can find us at www.justforgamers.co.uk. Uh, you could go to Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. We're on SoundCloud forward slash just for gamers. You can find us on YouTube just by searching for the JFG podcast. Likewise on Twitch, we are twitch.tv forward slash the JFG podcast. Uh, we are also on the PlayStation. We have a community that you can come and join. It is the PlayStation community called the JFG Podcast, aptly named, I think you'll agree. And we are also on Google+, Plus. if that is how you choose to live your life. Thank you so much for listening, buddies. We've had a lovely time. We hope you have as well. We hope you have a lovely week as well. And we will catch you next week for episode 79. But until then... Maybe we'll see you on Monday night when we're live streaming. Either way, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Farewell. Adieu. (laughs) (laughs) Catch you next time, buddies. (laughs) Goodbye. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.